what I do, what I do, motherfuckers. Uh, all right. Wow. American that, nerds. That was very surprising. I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a very interesting few days. Yeah, we have. We, uh, very, very interesting and stressful few hours. Stressful. You know, yeah, mostly these last, like, these last two hours have been nothing but just, like, headbang stress. Just make sure to update your software, everyone. Yeah, always, Just always make sure to update. always update. <laughs> always update your software. Make sure everything's connected, right? Make sure everything's plugged in, right? Make sure everything's right. If not, be if, professional. If your recording session is suddenly stopping for maybe, random reasons, yeah, maybe it's because we we, we fucked up. Didn't <laughs> <an> update. <laughs> we got uh, we got quite the episode. Yeah, this, uh, yeah I mean, we got week. it. We got it done. We Definitely. got it. yeah. Well, we we got episode eleven done, but I'm saying episode twelve now. Yeah. We we got quite the episode. We got quote. We got a lot of news. We have a fuck ton of news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good news. way to put it. Uh, let's just uh, start rolling the intro. You, you hear that? Oh, yeah. It, oh. The, the uh, music's what, playing. What's oh, that? Oh, oh, what? Yeah. That sounds so oh shit. That sounds so good. I like it. I do yeah, like it though. I love it. I love that. I love that intro. <laughs> so American Nerds, welcome guys. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Uh episode eleven took a while to to get uploaded, but yeah. it's already uploaded by now. Uh, it was recorded on eleven on Jan- uh, January fifteenth. And well, we are also recording this on January fifteenth. <laughs> how interesting. <laughs> I <did. laughs> <laughs> what a what a fun life this is. What, what a what weird way life works, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we really did have a uh, a few hours of just nothing but stress. It was it was bad. It was bad. Hey, but it's working now. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, finally. Fucking so, Jesus. I'm so stressed. God. All right. Well, we're well. What did you see, man? What did you see? <laughs> I, how how are you, bro? How I'm are do, you? I'm doing all right. How I about ta- you? I, I I always for, like we always we, we only ever really see each other when we when we record this. It's weird, right? It's sad. I was about to notice that. Yeah, I mean, no, I was about to notice that. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, we don't really see each other as much. Oh. Yeah, are, are we becoming like one of those like work friends? No, are, like God, don't say that. We're fuck. just no, we're not friends anymore. We're just we're just coworkers. We've had history together for fuck's sake, man. Yeah. God, oh. Man, no, no, no. Like <laughs> sad. <laughs> now I need to make house plans. <laughs> I, love you. I love you, buddy. I love you too. I love you too. Um, you guys, we're gonna start with my week. Then? I'm a better Richter than you. Oh. Well, I mean, I kicked your ass with Daisy, though. Huh? I kicked your ass with Daisy. That was though. so All right. unfair. So look, <laughs> that was so since, unfair. Since since Victor got smashed, and since I've been bringing the switch on more, um, right, more I lately. Too here. Yeah, I brought mine as well. Um, <laughs> right before we record, we try to do at least like one or two matches. Okay, we always say one, but then we'll we immediately four. like yeah, we always like stack it up with a couple more because it's like this. It's such a fun game. Smash it, is so fun. It, it's just like that feeling right after you finish a match. You're like, fuck, I want to go again. Yeah, like, because the like the the wins are so good, and like and my win was win. really fucking fun. No, dude, that that was that was insane. We that did was so intense. We did a two um two minute thirty match three stock with was uh, I playing Richter or Simon? You're playing Simon. Okay, I was playing Daisy. And we both got uh, tied with our stocks. We were, we were two and two. That's we crazy. went to we went into sudden death, 
and because we we did because it, it was it was supposed to be our last match, and we decided to do three stock two minutes. Yeah, no, no, no. The one before that was supposed to be our last match, and then it ended really abruptly because we took that no, the, the Daisy match. The Daisy match was our last match. Oh yeah, this but we saying. did yeah, yeah. before that. We did a Rick. You you played as Richter, and I was doing a K rule. Yeah. Then it ended abruptly because we picked that um, N sixty four Zelda stage where there's random like uh tornadoes that pop up. Yeah. And they're so strong that they just shoot you up into the sky. Yeah. And you die. Yeah. I fucking I, yeah. As much as much as I love like items, like they're fun, but God, they're so annoying. Oh no, it's just like it. it it's just I um yeah. There's another term for it, but like the stage um. Fuckos, whatever, yeah, like, go, yeah go whatever. To, yeah, yeah, we're we're in a two minute, uh, two two thirty match, on <laughs> with Daisy and Simon, and like we go into sudden death, and if for people who haven't played Smash Ultimate yet, sudden death in this game is the most intense. It's, it's got way intense. So it starts off literally with a fire, a border of fire covering the screen. Yeah, covering like Sudden the borders death. of the screen. Yeah, you're you, that's the uh, the screen is getting closer and closer, and somebody has to win in that time frame. And you're just we're both at just this weird cat and mouse chase of trying to get the right move and trying to kick our ass. It was crazy. You got me with you the holy water. Oh my god! Oh, okay, wait. Can I get to that? Okay, okay, yeah, to that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I had jumped up, got on the platform, and then Raul was under me. And uh, somehow, for some reason, you stayed there. I got behind you. I got you in the holy water, and then I was gonna send you flying with my side B. I escaped from the holy water, and I, I did... fucking missed by half an inch. I know, and I gloriously, sm- I smacked my peach, my daisy ass onto Sir Simon, and then we and paused it. Just it. Shot off the screen. No, no, we we paused. No, no, we paused it like right people right on impact. Yeah, and then we screenshot it. It came out perfect. Oh man, no, because it, it's so good. Because it's like it's the slow motion red oh, like um, black um. I have an idea. Stripes and shit. Oh, I have yeah. an idea with the screenshot. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I have an idea with the screenshot. <laughs> but with the fire border. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we had to cut for for the reasons. third time <laughs> for reasons. Yes. Sorry, Nihar. <laughs> we slipped. We're sorry. Yeah. It's uh, fine. Look. <laughs> okay, we're fine. <laughs> I mean, it's uh. it's juxtaposed with the fire border and the cool red black lines that happen when you get a really good uh, knockout. Death. And it's just that Daisy ass hitting that big bustly man, and the match is over, and we're just dying. Like my ribs hurt looking at that stupid picture. You know who Simon Belmont looks like? <sighs> I'm not getting into that. No, no. I, I he looks like Ivan Drago. Like I'm being the complete like serious. He has like Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren's face when he was young, like that just like bit. that really bulky. Like mm. I can't. I, I'm pretty sure it was an '80s pro- like property, like in the late '80s. Was so it? Was it was probably inspired by that. Yeah. What was it? Was he inspired by anything? Well, I mean, like okay. Simon? I feel like Castlevania is a big like influence. Um, it took a big influence from JoJo. I feel probably JoJo started in the early '80s, and like there, the early stuff that they had be- that for before stands was like just like you know, fighting muscular. vampires and pillar immortal beings and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I believe that they took some inspiration from that. Who who fucking knows? I mean, probably Rocky, probably probably Arnold films. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Good old Arnie. Yeah. My boy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you what's remember, your name, well, What? What's uh, up? No, do you remember that dumb Arnold ripoff from The Simpsons? Do you remember his name? Oh, God. I'm trying to remember because it was such a was dumb, it, w- funny wait, gag. Wait, well, wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger um, the president of uh, in, in The Simpsons movie? It wasn't. It was the parody of Arnold in that movie. And I'm trying to remember 
McBain. That's it. Was that his, his name, name? Was McBain. It was so dumb because McBain. he's just he's just like Arnold. They changed his name to McBain, and he's like McBain is now sad with this <laughs> dumb accent. It's back a when, funny uh, dumb ass no, gag. Back back when the um, back when the 2008 elections were were a thing, like when Obama first came in and yeah. he was running against John McCain. Um, YouTube was there, was basically the Wild West back then, <laughs> and like you could basically yeah. post anything you want. Do you remember when you had porn on YouTube? Oh yeah, apparently that was a thing for a while. I there there was there's actually dude, you'd be surprised you could find porn on YouTube. If you like, if you like, I I just found this out. If you search up like naked ladies on YouTube, like in the search bar, that, that <laughs> how did you come about this? <laughs> I heard this on a podcast. Okay, I swear. <laughs> I, I heard this on a podcast. What's your source? <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan. Okay, okay. Okay, Joe that Rogan. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It, yeah. It's fucking Joey Diaz story. No, probably. no, it's uh, th- this guy named Eddie Bravo. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah Eddie yeah. Bravo. He's, he's fucking hilarious. Whatever. Um, yeah, back then, um, um, they used to do like little like skits, uh, like little political skits, like, w- w- you know, very like, like, you know, over dramatic versions of like Obama or like McCain. It was back in two thousand eight. Yeah, back in two thousand eight. Like and the animation was like very poor. It was like, you know, it was funny though. It yeah. was really funny. And I, I specifically remember right now when you said McBain, I specifically remember remember <laughs> No, I, I specifically remember like this McCain character like coming up to Obama and he's saying, I'm gonna give you the McBain. <laughs> like <laughs> like <God. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God. I can't I've never re- I don't remember that. I don't know it, that it was thing. some video on YouTube like that's a funny. long time ago. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Rip Tom McCain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, true, true, true. Rip, rip, rip. Uh anyway. My week, yeah. <laughs> How was your week, buddy? Uh it was it was fine. I got back. The school started already for me on Monday. Oh, well, how's it been for you? So far, so good. I tried to get into. I got waitlisted into this one class that I needed to do for my minor, and um, yeah, I need to take a certain class. And but um, I, I, I need to get in, but I just haven't like, like the classes are closed. So yeah, the problem for me is that like it's closed, but I'm waitlisted. But I was like the last person in the waitlist mm-hmm. out of like twelve. Then it shot up to six. I was still the last one though. But I was hoping if I show up there, you know, and I talk to the teacher and I, like he'd, he'd, you know, find some sympathy for me and hopefully get me into the class. But he's like, no, it's like 16 people. It's already maxed out. I can't have more people. And it's like, fine. And it sucks because it's like one small class that meets in that one single time, uh, time frame in the week only for that semester. And Oh, no, only for um, – Two semesters, fall and spring, mm-hmm. not for summer though, which sucks because I can't I, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, I, I have to wait like uh, till next year. You don't want to take a summer class? Uh, I mean, I'm no, I I do have to take summer class with the with the plan that I have right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do have to take summer classes to like um, catch up on classes. How many though? Um, if I do Dade, which is a community, uh, like our community, Miami's community college mm-hmm. there, uh, I'm I'm allowed to do up to six credits. Which is roughly the equivalent of two classes. Yeah, at date. Yeah, and it, I could do it at UM. Thing is, like, uh, classes are expensive there. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, it, it all depends. Well, I, I haven't figured that part of my life out yet. I'll get to it when I get There's to it. There's too many okay. aspects. Yeah. yeah, What did you? Yeah, okay. I um. Where did you I, watch? Where'd I you saved watch? some. I saved some stuff that I watched um. Uh, from last week for there for this week because I just it, it. There's more of a discussion, for it for me. I I finally during the break I caught up on two more anime shows. So um, I watched this one called High Score Girl, a Netflix original, and I uh, decided to go you know fuck it and finish off one of the shows I was already following for a couple of years, 
Hunter Hunter. I'll start with High School Girl first. So, yeah, it's a Netflix original. Well, not really an original. They picked it up from from Japan. Um, it's a story. It's like, how familiar are you with um, romance anime shows? Like, have you seen any that that comes to mind? Fucking. Like, have you seen Fully Cooley? No. At least, oh, um, that's a weird example because it's a love story in a way, but it's not. You know, because it's very weird and offbeat, and it's also like a story about adolescence. I mean, I've seen an- I've seen animated with love stories in it, but yeah, the thing is, like, this is a romance, like, uh, kind of like a romance anime. But the problem is, like, well, not the problem. It's a romance anime, but it's mixed with like a with a big like nostalgia factor because the story is about this kid um, in Japan who's really big in or really invested in the in the big arcade scene. In the late '80s and '90s, so you have like you're talking about Street Fighter Two, you're talking about Final Fight, you're talking about. Um, He's a um, weeb. Yeah, basically. He's a weeb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, uh, Mortal Kombat when it launches, and. He he's he's destined. He he wants to be the best. He wants to be the very best, um, you know, arcade fighter in 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 the world, I guess. And he sees his rival in this silent, uh, rich girl um, that goes in the same class with him. This th- it's a weird one because they start off in middle school. Uh, he hates her at first because he wants to beat her, and she's really good. And he ends up beating her in some matches, but like, it it sort of it sort of becomes like a like a love hate relationship in a way, where it's like frenemies. Yeah, frenemies in a way. Yeah, um, and it's not directly like an "I love you" kind of thing for these characters until like a little later. But it's more like something happens midway through the the that the that season, and the main character, the guy, is like you know. Um, like his goal is like I can't wait to fight you again. You know, like it's not that. It's it, it's that. It's not like you know I can't wait to see you again or I can't wait to like you know be with you or something like that. So it's like a a love story through like fighting games. It's a love story. Yeah, like that. And it's it, it's weird because because of a couple of things. I I like it overall. I think it's fine. It's not great. And the reason why I say that is because like you know. One part is the animation. It's one of those CG, modern CG animes that is out there. Mm. Where it's like, you've seen like visuals from Berserk, right? Like, but yeah. The yeah, recent Berserk uh, re- uh, reboot. Uh. Yeah. It's not as bad as that, but it's like, it's like characters move weird and they, they, they talk weird. It, it's, it looks like you're watching like, you know, like early Pixar cubes. We need more hand drawn. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. We need more hand drawn. Hadron. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I sometimes I hate listening to the podcast because I hear my voice crack. Yeah, and I want to like just. Wait, haven't cringe. we talked about this in an yes, episode? Dude, right? I hate it like <laughs> yeah. so much. Uh, it happens, man. It happens. But it the CG is very weird at times. It's not super distracting, but like early on in the the first couple of episodes, it's just something I had to get used to. But it's not like it's not something I enjoy. What's it, as called? Much. What's it called? It's called High Score Girl. High um, Score Girl. Yeah, H I. Um, uh, dash score girl yeah it it's weird because it's like it follows it follows that tropes of like the same kind of romance stories that you've seen in like many other things where it's like oh it ends up becoming it ends up becoming a love triangle in a way because there's another pair character gets involved and 
like personally, I like the person who gets involved in the romance more than the actual girl herself, like the actual high school girl herself. But then, like, I also kind of feel bad for the girl, for the titular titular girl, because like of her backstory with her family. Uh, it's a strange one. I it's apparently this is like the first half of the first season. Uh, it's like thirteen episodes right now on Netflix, and you could catch the other thirteen. I don't know when they will they'll release it. Well, probably in a couple months. Um, it, I'm I'm still gonna watch it. It's weird. It's funny at times. It it's just like it's okay. You know, I kind of like, wanted it to be a little bit better. And there's it, some moments where it gets good. Is it supposed know? to be like a drama? Not no. It's like a it's a comedy. It's like a romance comedy. It has some dramatic like serious parts in it sometimes, but like for the most part, it's like a romance comedy. It's weird. Um, I do like the game aspect sometimes. Sometimes it feels like, you know, it's just like tacked on there, like a Ready Player One scenario, and it doesn't really feel as authentic. Um, sometimes it works, and it's kind of funny. So, like, um, he t- the main guy uh, in his head, he, Guile from Street Fighter 2 talks to him, and he gives him relationship advice. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it, it's funny sometimes. It comes off really funny. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I want to see more. But it's like it follows those same tropes that I'm like I don't really care for as much. It has some good moments, but it's like yeah, it's like it's kind of like middle of the road, but a little bit good right. for me. Yeah. Uh, with that though, move on to another completely different anime with Hunter Hunter. So the thing is, I was try I've been watching it dubbed for the most part. I want to say two or three years on Toonami Weekly when it started on the lineup. I mean, Hunter Hunter is one of those shows I like just had like on the side. It's. One of those shows where I know I should watch. It's very different and it's very good. It seems like a, really it seems like a like standard it. like shonen comic. Hmm. It okay. Hunter Hunter is a shonen comic, right? Yeah. Well, okay. It's a manga, it's a manga. very classic shonen manga yeah. that it's still going on today. The problem is like um it 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 has tremendous amounts of hiatus. Um, really? Going yeah, going on. It's just, it's made by the same guy who created Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, I don't know if you ever saw Yu Yu yeah, Hakusho. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Um. And, and prop like there's a bunch of history about like his illness and you know going back and forth with the with the manga over the years, but um I saw the 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 most recent at an anime adaptation from 2011 from Madhouse, and oh you could tell it's a fucking Madhouse show because the animation is on par. Oh it's so good, it's so good. E- even when like episodes of, uh, there's not a lot of action happening, it looks really nice. Just like yeah. like characters. Yeah. Um. So for those of you that know, don't know, yeah, it's a classic shonen uh, manga that was adapted into the series. It follows a kid named Gon, who is basically like your Goku, where um, he wants to, he wants to meet his dad. That's that's the goal. He wants to meet his dad, who has left, who left him when he was a baby, to uh, go become a pro hunter. And hunters in this world are basically like, kind of like respectable public hitmen in a way. I wouldn't say hitmen because some of them Bounty have hunters. maybe yeah kind of kind of it's like it's a title you earn and you could do kind of whatever you want with it and you get a lot of huge perks from society if you're a hunter oh it's like the gist what is a hunter what do they do a hunter is kind of like anything they could be you know actual assassins they could be uh professional professional chefs and shit it it's very weird you know like a, it's it's very broad the definition of a hunter because you could be whatever you kind of want to be you kind of just get the the privileges of society handed to you though since you're um since 
it's it's a higher realm of of uh of a social status. social status. Yeah, in a way, that's how I best describe it. And um, it's it's a story about him becoming a hunter with his uh, group of friends that he meets along the way, like a person named uh, Leorio, who's this uh, really funny uh, dude played by uh, I can't remember him in the dub, whatever. He's a twenty year old dude who wants to become a doctor. And he wants to, you know, he, that's why he's there as a hunter. Uh, there's a guy named Kurapika who is, uh, he's like kind of like the Sasuke of the of the group before Sasuke was ever a thing, where he's the last of his clan. And he comes in, he wants to become a hunter for very different reasons, you know. And then you have another guy named Kiloa, um, who is this young kid around the same age as Gon, white hair, and comes from this very well-known family of assassins. And he wants to become a hunter for different reasons. Everybody has different reasons to become a hunter, basically. Gon, for instance, is, is to me his dad. Um, it sounds really similar to like the way uh, the way my hero has like the heroes. In a way, everyone wants to be a hero. Everyone has their own reasons. So it's funny you mentioned like shonen manga. Like I, well, I a lot said of these shonen mangas have similar. It is a shonen story manga, but it's beats. It's different in the way that it it subverts shonen tropes very differently at times where you think like say there's a Sasuke retrieval arc that happens in the show, right? Sure. And you'd expect it to go the same way, you know, the actual Sasuke retrieval arc went, but it goes in a completely different direction and it changes characters completely. Gon's green dude. Yeah, the Gon's the green dude. Kurapika's the guy with the the uh, lost his clan. Yeah, he lost his clan. Uh the Assassins. big guy's Leorio. And the kid with the white hair is uh, Kilawa. He's um, the assassin. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor's showing up, looking poster. at a picture of yeah, the, yeah, of, the sh- of the show. Just to keep it in mind. Um, uh, where was I going with that? It goes to a lot of places, and it's it's a show that at least I'm talking about the show. At least I've never read the manga. It's a show that goes to a lot of different places and genres and tones in a very effective and interesting way. Where the first arc, or I want to say, like, the first, like, yeah, the first big main arc is that hunter exam for Gone, and it plays off like a regular, um, you know, yeah, like a regular, like, uh, contest thing to, to win, um, to, to get that title of hunter, of a hunter. And, like, the second main arc is, like, it, it, it focuses on a completely different character, you know, from Gone, and it, it's a weird, it goes from, like, classic competition shonen to um, like the tournament arc well you do have a tournament arc which is very satisfying mm-hmm. afterwards but the one i'm talking about is after that one where it's like a revenge story assassination tale that's happening in like the middle of this fake new york city um, what's the tone of the show is it like Naruto? It, that that's the thing it there's it's inconsistent but in a good way because it goes from kid friendly to downright dark and very disturbing disturbing yeah how and I'll how say far, how how far does does it go? Well, I I, I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. So it, it goes to it goes to dark places, is what I'd say. You go from something like that, w- the one I just mentioned, to like back to a lighthearted tone where um like they go into a game, and some characters go into a game and they they it's basically like playing a Jumanji kind of thing. Sure, you know, in a way. And then you go into the arc that I was currently on with the dub, and then I decided to just say, you know, fuck it, and watch the rest of it subbed. You know, because I wanted to finish it, I, and I was very invested in the story at that point. 
you go into this thing called the this show is this manga in the show is famous for something called the Chimera Ant arc. And the reason why is because it is a big payoff for a lot of like characters and threads that were leading up to that arc. It's basically like the fourth ninja war. The fourth great ninja war of like Naruto before Naruto. Sure. And it's very big. So just like a battle that that just like changed everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like Robert and Rebellion. In a way, yeah. Yeah. It's very epic and very crazy and at the same time extremely emotional and very dark. And there's a really interesting thing. So like there's there's like transformations that some of these characters go. And for you know, lack of like spoiling things that have already been spoiled in other sorts of media where Hunter x Hunter's been represented there's like there there's a moment where you know like, that happens to the main character that happens to Gon that is you'd expect from the you know the shows that you've watched like Dragon Ball and and like One Piece to be super grand and to be super self like super satisfying and and amazing and it ends up being one of the most like disturbing and unsettling um moments to ever happen in a show and it's a moment that is so like clearly reflected on as something that like yeah sure it looks cool but in reality it's the worst thing that could have probably have happened it's super interesting it goes into a lot of cool themes and, and very like mature things in that arc like genocide and um like uh totalitarianism uh, dictatorships and shit it's crazy jesus it's crazy and it's actually that arc actually was kind of pretty much influenced from like dragon ball z actually because the main uh antagonist of that arc it's like cell right he looks like a mix of cell and frieza yeah way more complex i'll tell you than cell or frieza it's very very interesting um, it sounds like my kind of show it's a very good show the problem with like do, starting a show like hunter hunter is that it takes a while like it, it no look it's it's something you gotta like really invest in because it's a hundred and yeah 48 say, episodes 148 Jesus. episodes that's the thing it's really it's a it's a really big gamble. Is there a lot of filler? Or There's no filler. Wow. Very very little filler. Wow. Very little filler. That's you impressive. you will occasionally get, and I'll, I'll, honestly, out of those 148, there are at least three or four episodes that are just like filler episodes, recapping events from like yeah, recapping events from uh, previous episodes. There are just like four. The rest of it is like straight up canon. It's very very gripping and very emotional and like. I, I the that's not the final arc of the anime. It it follows up with a smaller arc focusing on Kiloa and it's very very good. And I I I really enjoyed it because it's a type of thing that even though the manga is still going on, yeah, the, I I want this show to continue because I want to see what happens and it leaves it off at such an satisfying and interesting, you know, like footnote for it to continue on hopefully in other in in uh years to come when the manga has reached a point that it could be adapted to that point and i i really loved it it was super super enjoyable and it's one of the it's definitely one of the best like um shows i've stuck through i've stuck with for a while and i mean that in a good sense just worth keeping up with yeah for sure for sure, I I really loved it because you you have very interesting characters and it's it's it subverts your expectations a lot, you know. You think it'd be going one way, it doesn't. It goes in another way. At least for me, I I loved it. Hunter Hunter is a fucking phenomenal anime, uh, the 2011 one. 
at least. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I saw those two. And um, for movies, I'll save the bulk of what I saw for next week when Glass comes out. That's just the, the hint of it. But last night, I, s- I finally finished uh, Sorry to Bother You. God, I can't wait for Glass. Oh, I can, m- neither can I. Sorry, I can't okay, wait. Sorry, to <coughs> 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 sorry to bother you. I'm yeah. so sorry. My voice, my throat is it's fine. Fucked. <coughs> it's it was a big movie that got a lot of attention last year. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Army Hammer. <laughs> uh, There's a crazy cast. You know who who's also in that? Uh, Steven Yeun is also in that cast. I didn't. Yeah, know I know. I, I had know. no I idea. That. I knew that. Danny Glover. And featuring the voices of Patton Oswalt and David Cross. It's fucking hilarious. For people who don't know this movie, what this movie is, it's a it's a black comedy uh, satire that came out last year. It was a super super big at the war uh, in the um, festival circuit, and a lot of talks, a lot of talks. Yeah, it starts to keep Stanfield as this telemarketer dude who is he's working at a company. And he doesn't really know how to, you know, like engage with uh with a customer and really, you know, become a good sell salesperson until uh Danny Glover just literally just goes up to him and says, Hey, why don't you use your white voice instead? You know, maybe they they'll have a better appeal if you speak to them in white voice. <laughs> and the they do it so funny in the movie where it's just like it's just a it's just a guy dubbing so over his lines. It's like so, very badly, yeah. Like, like purposely badly, <laughs> in in a, in a sense. It just works. Yeah, and like he's doing good as a telemarketer. And he works his all his way all the way up to. He works his way up to the top, basically. It's good. It's just it it surprised me. Surprised in you. ways that I just didn't expect it to. And I don't know how I feel about it. So like, it it's definitely is funny. It is a comedy. But I definitely see it being more of a satire. That's the thing, because without spoiling it, there, there's a message into the movie that actually, you know, I, I was reading an interview with Boots Riley, the director. What the title "Sorry to Bother You" makes sense, uh, given two con like con two context. In context, it makes sense. In in context, it makes sense within the plot of the movie and within the theme that's going on, it, that's being presented in the movie. I found it to be surprising because c- I just didn't expect it. And, but th- my problem with it was that it does, it just doesn't really come off well. I, I heard times. it's very politically biased. Well, yeah, it, it's not that, that I have a problem with. It's the fact that it, it doesn't really know at times. It doesn't really know what the movie is supposed to be for who this movie is supposed to be for. Cause it goes into some, you know, like abstract, crazy off the wall bullshit. Adult that is really shit. funny stuff. Like yeah, like adult swim stuff like Kuso or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I love that shit. You know. And you know, like it works, yeah. But then you're going back to these messages and it, 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 it just it doesn't feel as um cohesive a, 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 as a whole for me. It doesn't blend well. Yeah. Um overall though, I did have a good time with it. It's very unexpected. It, well, okay, given the themes obviously, but like given where the story goes as well. Yeah, like the third act, they did a really good job of the marketing because there is some stuff there that definitely doesn't get shown in those tra- in the trailers, and 
just caught me off guard. Surprise! It's it's so funny and so that's fucking definitely on the weird. Docket. That's that, that's yeah. on the docket. I really want to watch that. It, it, I I recommend you watching it. It's a really it's a it's a good film to have a really good discussion about because there's a lot of good things that are going on with that movie. I just don't feel like it's 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 that uh, cohesive as it wants to be, you know. But I'll give it a bit of a benefit of the doubt because this is the guy's first film that he's directed, and it's it's very impressive. It's impressive in a lot of feats. Army Hammer is fucking outrageous. It's amazing. I love me, Army Hammer. I you okay? When you get to like when he shows up into the main plot of the movie, that's the funniest part of the movie for me. <laughs> I it, that that's kind of the thing. Also, I would try to go um stay away from uh well you already saw the trailer but for people who haven't seen this uh, heard of this movie I'd stay away from trailers because like I I, I the, very, a lot of a lot of the funny jokes kind of get spoiled in that one. I, I I vaguely remember the trailer it's been All a right, while since I've seen the trailer so. that's good at least yeah I I liked it I'm going I'm I'm going relatively fresh yeah I liked it I think it could have been a little bit better third act caught, ca- catches me by surprise just because of how fucking bonkers it is mm-hmm. it's very weird. <laughs> And very, yeah, very political, surprisingly, at the same time. It just doesn't mix as much. But, yeah, that was that was my week. Shit. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I, uh, I haven't watched that much, but I had been playing a lot. Again, you a know, I, I, I've just been playing a lot of video games, like, oh, these okay, last okay. few months, which is really surprising. I, I'd say, like, since, since this summer, I've been playing so much video games. So I'm, many video games, my bad. I've been trying to get into it more. Like I recently got God of War. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pretty early in it, but like How are you I, it? yeah, I'll beautiful. talk about it later when I get to it. It's so good. It's beautiful. I got to the part of the turtle. Oh man, yeah, beautiful. I thought I was gonna fight the turtle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wanted yeah. to. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I yeah, I've been playing a lot of Smash. That's really fun. You know, just train training. You know, trying to get the tra- tra- trying to get my moves right. You know, trying to get the combos right. Uh, been going hard on Breath of the Wild. That's really fun. Not bad. Uh. Odyssey, already beat, great, loved it. Um, a game that I specifically want to talk about, which I didn't, I didn't, I kind of chose to hold off on for a while, but I got back into. Mm, well, I got into which is Batman the Telltale series. Oh, not bad. Um, we I talked about the Telltale series uh, a few days ago when we re-recorded that episode that got fucked. <laughs> but um, it, whatever, we're not gonna upload that, so I'm gonna talk about it now. I'm currently on the last episode. I'm halfway through the last episode of season one. I'm really liking it. I really genuinely dig the the this interpretation of Batman. It's very different. Um, what episode are you on, by the way? The, you, did you not hear me? <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. Last sorry. <laughs> episode right, five. Right. Episode five, season one. Like sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like halfway through. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. It's really interesting. Like, it takes Batman... It, it looks at Batman in a very vulnerable light. Yeah. More vulnerable than I think people are comfortable with. Definitely more vulnerable than I thought he'd be. Can you go into detail a little bit with that? You played it. Oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. yeah, you played it. You Just the first season? I did the first season. Okay, only. I'm yeah. going to download season two. I, after, after I finish... Uh, after I finish, like, you know, this cartridge, I'm going to download season two. Because right. I'm really into it. Um, I didn't expect Batman to be as kind of like naive as he is mm. and as uh, unprepared as he is. And, you know, this is th- this is more or less kind of like 
year one ish. Not not year one ish, but he's, he's relatively like, fresh. Like in the mo- two years, in the mantle, two or three yeah. years, I want to say, right? More or less, like one, two years. In a as way, Batman. Yeah, you start off like meeting Selina Kyle. Yeah, you start off meeting Selina Kyle. You meet out. You meet a lot of uh, a lot a lot of uh, classic characters. Batman characters in in you know. In this game, so I'm thinking it's like the first two years of Batman, probably more yeah, or less. Right, I, right. I think that's fair to say, um, and that's kind of what what it, you know what's to be expected. You know, a young Batman. You know, uh, it's just the way they told this was very different, and it's very uh, it's very similar to the way Scott Snyder wrote Batman. The yeah, Scott Snyder's Batman was very again very vulnerable, and he did that on purpose in order. You know, it it really gives Batman more depth to see like Batman kind of break every once in a while. And kind of like just not being in control of the situation like he usually is. That's kind of that's kind of like the Batman joke, the Batman meme. Yeah, Batman's always on top of things. You know, he's Batman. You know, a- anything he does, like he's just gonna he's he's a god. Yeah. But you know, I like seeing this kind of, this Batman where you know if you fuck up, like you know these mistakes are gonna you know they're gonna affect Batman. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, Clementine it, will remember that. Yeah, Clement. Yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, fucking. Um, what What do you think of? detective stuff in this the series. detective aspect of Batman? Yeah. Oh, like this in, in this in this game, yeah. It's similar to the way Arkham like the Arkham games did it with like the detective mode. Yeah. And like the uh the piece together like the crime scene kind of thing. Like you, you kind of like like you know, you look around with the detective mode and you know, you you like oh someone left something or oh there's a blood stain there, you know, you analyze that, connect you literally physically connect things together. Like, let's say you see, like, a dead body there, and then there's a, uh, a few different elements that you can interact with. Yeah. Um, you can interact with a flower, with a vase, with a broken thing, with a, with a, maybe a gun. You can connect them together and to see, you know, oh, maybe this gun killed this person. Oh, no, that's a stab wound, not a gun wound. You know, that, that's, yeah. you know, that link doesn't work. So that that's cool. That, that was a really interesting way to, um, to do the, uh, to do uh, detective mode for Batman. I kind of wish it was more hands-on, more hands-on in the way like Batman didn't have to rely on his technology a lot. It's always kind of been an issue of mine. Uh, also with the Arkham games, as cool as the Arkham games were, you know, with their approach of detective mode, I kind of wish Batman was more just like his wits, like his mind. Yeah, it, more 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 of his that. wits and his minds, like really show off like the 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 fucking genius Batman. It's just tough because like. It's hard to do that in like a sort of medium that you yeah, have to interact with. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that uh, yeah, that that's a per- that's a perfectly reasonable argument. Um, there's always a way. I I feel like you know. Yeah, it's possible. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a game designer. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know, but it's there's always a way to do, to do that. Um, also, you know, another like chain. Uh, another thing that that kind of chains down like this, you know, and the way you interact with Batman is the fact that it's a telltale game. Yeah, and Tesla games have a very specific way of how how to play the games, so you know, like maybe like you know, detective mode is kind of necessary for Batman, and like for like this like you know, Tesla Batman like you know, like this heavy technology usage of Batman is kind of what you need to do. Yeah, I don't know. What color did you set it? Yellow. By the way, yellow. Yellow. Oh, I, I, I had like mine yellow. In red. Uh, red's cool. I kind of wish I picked red, but yeah. I, but like in my mind, red is always Batman Beyond. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I was just thinking of that scene from uh, Batman v Superman. Mm, just like yeah. the background of the Batman. Oh yeah, game, so cool. It looks super cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, I fucking love. Uh, I love the like the costume design for Batman. Oh very, yeah. Very, very like Batman begin. Very Dark Knight Batman begin ish. A mix of. I don't know. I want to say a mix of Dark Knight and uh, Arkham Origins. 
Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. It does remind me a lot of Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah, I'm really into it. Uh, Bruce Wayne, the model for Bruce Wayne. Troy Baker as Bruce Wayne was fucking, he's fucking great. A great Bruce Wayne. He played a great Joker before, but damn, he's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna spoil characters that that show up in the in uh in any other episodes besides one. I'll just say you know who's in one. Yeah. You know it's um the you know uh, Vicky Vale. You know her character uh, is really interesting. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. just brought me back to a big thing that happens later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah everything that happens with Vicky Vale, I know we're talking about everything. That's very interesting. Very I, that unexpected. caught me off guard. Completely. Yeah, very unexpected. Yeah. Um, uh, Cobblepot. It's a Penguin? weird interpretation, right? Very weird. It's like okay, it's, anarchy. I think anarchy. I think I think that as well. I feel it as like the character anarchy. He's a he's a Batman villain who's known you yeah. know, to be like a revolutionary kind of character. I see it a little bit like a mix of anarchy with like a more uh, childish version of like the of the Penguin on Gotham. In really? a way, I mean, I haven't seen much of Gotham. Yeah, I mean, like he's a little bit more like uh, unhinged, you know. He 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 seems more like I, I said this before. He he seems more like Brad Pitt in Snatch. Yeah, in a way. I Brad see Pitt that. and Snatch, yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, he's just kind of crazy. Because he, he plays off of, like, one of those underground fighters in a way. Yeah. Yeah, like, like he, he looks like... He looks like... A Conor McGregor? Up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Conor! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, yeah, I I found him to be interesting. I think my favorite, though, has to be uh, Harvey in the game. I Harvey's very critical in this game. The way... Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Harvey's a very big uh, a very big part of this game. Um, the approach they took with Harvey is very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I was really into it. I like, I like that Bruce and Harvey are friends. Yeah. I like, I like the mix-up. I like the mix-up of all the characters. I like the mix-up of all the backgrounds of the characters. Like, Batman's mostly... Like, Batman's mostly Batman. Yeah. You know, besides him being, you know, more, more vulnerable than, you know, he's normally shown to be. Um, Batman is mostly Batman. Selena Kyle is Selena Kyle. Yeah. Like this is exactly the same Selena. I did Kyle like her in this one. She was great. Yeah, she was just as like, much as like yeah, I, the same as always. You yeah. know, I, I like I like this Selena Kyle as much as I like every other version of Selena Kyle. Yeah, you know, there's no no, no big difference. Uh, to yeah, again, uh, Harvey Harvey Dent. You know, very interesting. The way this version of Harvey Dent is very different from like other interpretations of Harvey. Yeah, like this really dives more into the psychological like. The psychology, like like the brain of Harvey, it, it does more into like his, like his like issues. Yeah, I I mean, and you're fairly like close to the end of that first season. Yeah, there's a point where, um, like for me, when I started off the game, I really wanted it to be, um, I want I wanted Bruce to, you know, focus more on trying to like say like save and preserve a relationship with Harvey. As friends, yeah, you know, for like the for like Gotham, and it, it got Trelali, it got a little Trelali, bit. Spoilers, no, spoilers. I know, I know. It got, uh, I mean, it got a little bit challenging towards like that that path, but there's a point in the middle, and and you know it already because it's it's happened. That that's a big thing. Um, I mean, it's fairly obvious for some people out there too. Uh, that happens, and you're kind of I I at least with my playthrough, I was a little bit off guard, seeing how events played out. Because of like me trying to keep a relationship with, like trying to stay friends with Harvey and trying to be supportive of him, um, as a, as a as a DA mm-hmm. in his election, and it goes into some places I just didn't expect it to go, and I liked it. 
I like that they were able to go to that place. This you know, game, and show a little bit more of like uh, a a little bit more of what somebody like Harvey Dent would be going through. This game made me like just that. as yeah, yeah. Like, like to your point, like like how you were saying with the whole you know keep keeping up the relationship with Bruce Wayne and Harvey because I really love that aspect of the game. Yeah. Um, this game made me just as excited playing Bruce Wayne as it did Batman. Oh yeah, I, like sure. like I I if anything, things get just as intense. If anything, I was. I was way more interested in playing Bruce Wayne than I was Batman because yeah. I wanted to talk to these people. I wanted to like find out things. I wanted to like learn more about like like the lore of this world. It's fun. Like it's it's really cool. Like as and like the action of the game is cool. It's fun. You know. It's you know. It's, it's a classic Telltale. It's, thing. You yeah. Can't it's really do it's much Telltale. It. You know. You you. It's like love it or hate it. Yeah. You know. And then now everyone likes the quick time events. I think it's fine because you know I mostly go. I know what the I I know what these games are and I know what I, what I go in for. I go in for the story. And the story is delivering, you know? Yeah. And that's why I kind of do prefer playing Bruce Wayne. I, I lean more towards Bruce Wayne, which is very, very weird. Very interesting. I really like that. Mm. I, I, re I really like the way they, they handle uh, the characters. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it. I really am loving it. Um, a certain character pops up that it, I didn't so surprising. expect. I, I did it. not expect. I knew that character was in this series, but I didn't know when he was going to show up. I didn't know when he... when. Uh, they were gonna introduce him. I didn't know when. I I, di I didn't know, but it it was really cool. Yeah. If you haven't played Telltale Batman, don't be like me, and especially if you're a gigantic fan of Batman. You know, I fucking love. But Batman is actually like my my soul. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's in my blood. Like, and the fact that I taken this long to play it, it's kind of like kind of ashamed of myself because I love Telltale as well. But well, loved, loved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll keep talking about it as uh as the uh. As the uh, as I go along, uh, yeah. I'll probably finish season two by next. Let week. me know how season two is because I've been wanting to play it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited to play it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that that's really it for me. Sounds good. So, uh, uh, we're back again. We're back again. Uh, yeah. you guys didn't notice, but we definitely did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we 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 picked this up. Uh, we we recorded this two days ago. That like that the first like forty minutes of the podcast. Yes. We're what you're listening to now. We're uh, it's January seventeenth, right? Yeah, now. we're it's picking this up two days later. Yeah, Victor's about to go see Glass in a oh, few I'm hours. Sad, dude, I'm watching, I'm watching it tomorrow. Oh, I'm so fucking excited, dude. Oh yeah, I'm be, watching. Be on the lookout for that next week. I'm, I'm, yeah, fuck. I'm watching it. Uh, I'm watching it. Uh, at ten thirty. Not bad. Yeah, Not bad. Excited. I'm dying to see Broly. Hmm? Hopefully from um Monday since I have that off. Broly. Yeah, I'll try and go. It's number one in the box office right That's now. That's fucking awesome. I'm look. I've been reading the reviews for Glass. I'm still excited for Glass. I'm so excited for Glass. But if you were to tell me that this weekend would be dominated in the box office by a fucking Dragon Ball movie, doesn't surprise me. I'd be, I'd be happy. That doesn't surprise I'd me. I'd be more than happy. No one knows Unbreakable. Everyone knows Dragon Ball. <laughs> no, I mean people know Unbreakable. Yeah, but, but everybody loves Broly. <laughs> everyone loves Dragon Ball. Yeah, but yeah. Um, in, in okay, in between the time that uh, we we dropped off the recording, we picked it up now. We had a uh, couple of news things that we had to talk about. Well, we, we, <laughs> we had news. a well. There's a couple of news updates, which I'm glad. I'm glad we picked this up now. I'm glad we. I'm glad we're recording this now because you know th these were pretty big fucking. Yeah, things. they they literally dropped as we were walking out of the office. Well, whatever like, on like, that Tuesday. <laughs> or whatever in the time in, in that time, uh, I finished uh, season one of Batman. Yeah, season one of Batman. I liked it a lot. Uh, quite a bit actually. Um, I kind of fucked up with Selena at the end. Mm. Kind of fucked up, like like not, not fucked up, but like I just kind of like said things that I didn't. I the, you picked some of the wrong choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get that. Some of the, that. some of the wrong choices. Uh, the the very end was really cool. Um, 
uh, I'm really excited to start season two. I know who I know some of the characters that are in season two. Yeah, uh, Riddler and you know Joker and yeah. Harley. And all oh, those. I forgot that Harley's in there. Harley's in there. Yeah. Oh wow. So her design's cool. Not bad. Her design's fucking dope. I haven't seen her. Yet. It's called the Evil Within. Yeah. Oh, oh well, no, sorry. No, it's Evil Within. The Enemy Within. Enemy Within. I think it's the something like that. The Power Within. The Power Within. The Power Within. within. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> let's just references aside. News. Yeah, let's go news time. Boy. Let's go news, news, motherfucker. All right. First on the docket. What's on the fucking docket, bro? All right. You ever been far from home? Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The trailer dropped. The trailer was yeah. so fucking awesome. It's it's a pretty good trailer. That trailer's so cool. We, we okay. Um, Spider Man Far From Home trailer just dropped. Yeah, on, uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I like about this trailer is that it kind of it it you really have to pay attention, but it kind of does tease something after Endgame. Mm. Okay, we can we could talk about this because this is merely speculation. Cause yeah, yeah. Endgame hasn't come. Yeah, out yet. and like you know, if you haven't seen fucking Homecoming by now, that's your issue. That's your yeah. problem. And it's not like it really. Affects it, uh, kind of. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they spoil some like twist at the end of Homecoming yeah, in this trailer. The big twist. Well, well, not the big twist, but like one like, of the big twists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, one of the big ending by like a name drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks great. It looks great. But um, what what was your what was the, the tease thing, that you were thinking about? Because I think I know. I, I know mine for sure. Well, um, there was a little part of the okay. There was a little. East, remember in the beginning with Spidey, he's like. Doing some kind of charity event with Ame. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Happy, uh, played by John Favreau, he he's carrying a check. Mm-hmm. That check is like Stark Relief Foundation or something like that. Really? And it's signed by Pepper Potts. Ooh. And then also like uh, people like um are you know in the community are speculating that like the reason why Tony is there and not less for example Happy, is, is because he's dead. Probably because yeah. he's dead. And, and like also like it, it seems like. Peter is kind of like reluctant to put on the suit. You saw, yeah, I noticed that too. Reluctant, like, like, yeah, because he's looking. There's that scene where he's just looking to the side, and the costume's just sad. hanging there. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he's sad. packing up, and he's just not even bringing the costume. Really, I, you noticed this, but well, I, I'm pretty sure you noticed this. Uh, what? The, you know what the suitcase said? Uh, what was it? It was like you left this or something. No, no, May. the suitcase. The Signed su- by Almay. No, no, no uh, the actual suitcase had an engraving of Uncle Ben's initials. No way. Yeah, it said BFP. Not bad. Ben F. Parker. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. I didn't notice that. That's actually. great. Yeah, that's cool. The one I was thinking about being a tease for Avengers, um, well, post Endgame, mm-hmm. was that if you look in the background, there's that same, there's like a, there's like a bank building that has like a, um, a bunch of statues on the top, and that's usually in front of the Avengers Tower. And oh, you yeah, see well, a side by side comparison of it throughout the, like, history of the mcu in the first avengers movie it's under construction second one it's already built and in that trailer it's like recon- it's, ge- it's being reconstructed yeah. yeah yeah um i'm still holding really holding hope that that's the like that that's fantastic four related the baxter building yeah that'd be cool or that i'm thinking that or oscorp oscorp it, would be honestly, awesome too. it would make sense uh, yeah. well it, w- it would make much more sense for oscorp especially for this movie yeah uh, did i mention this on the podcast my little theory no mm. no, no i'm gonna not my little theory, but my little like fan fiction <laughs> for <laughs> Spider Man to include uh, the Osborns. I talk, I talk, I think I told you about it, but I didn't mention this on the podcast. No, I, I yeah, talk about it. Well, I don't really remember as much now, right now. Well, one of my favorite parts of uh, the original Raimi trilogy was 
Peter's relationship with Harry. Yeah. Like, you know, just like that specific, like, brother, best friend relationship, you know, that James Franco and Tobey Maguire had. It just made the movie gr- better for me, you know? I was always into, like, Harry kind of donning the, the hot... Well, back then, I thought it was the Hobgoblin, but, you know, the new Goblin thing. Yeah. I, I, I was always into that, you know, like, Harry just going after Peter, you know, thinking, obviously, that he killed uh, Norman. Uh, what I was thinking they that they might do for you know for Far From Home, obviously everything all depends on Endgame. Yeah, everything depends on Endgame. We don't know what's gonna happen after Endgame. I I I for some I I still kind of think I, I don't know. I feel like something different is gonna happen in Endgame than we than we're expecting. I I mean we know very little of it, so mm-hmm. I I don't know. Honestly. Well, whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like what I was gonna what I was gonna mention is um maybe that in the time, in the time that. You know, Peter comes back. Uh, oh my bad. Yeah. Sorry, I was stepping on the cable. Yeah. Uh, in the time that Peter comes back from the from vacation. Yeah. From like you know the the trip, you know, with his school, um, a new family, very rich family, moves into New York. The Osborns. They bought the building, and guess who just enrolled into Peter's high school? Harry, Harry. Osborn. Yeah. yeah. So. That could definitely be like a tag. At that the end of this movie. That, I, I, I definitely don't feel like I, there's I think Osborn that, stuff happening in this movie for sure. I. Oh shit! Um, I, I, it's, I, I feel like Marvel would be really like, would really be losing a lot if they don't incorporate the, the Osborns. I mean, it's possible in another movie, maybe in this one. I, it I doesn't know, seem I, like it's taking that approach right I don't now. Know, I, I, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, uh, there's a lot that that could still happen. Yeah. You know, and it's just a trailer. At it's the just end a trailer. You know. Yeah. But. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Osborns are such a, an important part of Spider-Man's character that, like, omitting them at all, like, omitting them completely from this MCU, like, you know, version of Spider-Man is kind of... There's a lot of story there. There's a lot of interesting way, things they can do with that, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely. still Like, I still want Green Goblin. I know we've seen Green Goblin. You know, Green Goblin has been done to death for Spider-Man, but I really want Green Goblin. That's, in my opinion, that's, like, what Joker... It's the Batman. Yeah, for sure. Everybody would agree with that. Yeah, well, yeah. either him or, or Doc Ock, you know? In a way. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'd say Doc Ock is like a, like a Mr. Freeze in a way. Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Also. Well, I mean, just like in I'm terms just, I'm of saying, mind and calculate. Like, I mean, I'm just saying in, in like like in terms of just like how, like, ba- like, you know, Batman's biggest villains would be like, what, Joker and like Bane or Two-Face? Maybe, yeah. For Spider-Man would be Doc Ock, Green Goblin. It'd be Green Goblin and Ock, it's like Venom. a tie, yeah, like a tie between Doc Ock and Venom, yeah, for like number two for me. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. Uh, I don't know. I, I give me that. Yeah. I don't know. I I, re- I really just hope they don't omit the uh, the Osborns. Yeah, I mean, post credit scene. That's what I'm tell. thinking. Yeah, if they do include the Osborns, I feel I feel like if they don't include Harry Norman by this movie, they don't at least tease it. We're never gonna get it. I maybe maybe not though, because you know, every everything's kind of in flux right now. Especially given like Sony's relationship with Marvel, not saying it's bad or anything, but like the the contracts, Tom Holland's contract is supposed to wrap up after this one. After so, Far From Home. Yeah, after Far From Home. So either they go into re- renegotiations or Sony takes it back and just plays their own gamble with it. That's, I don't know. If to, if Sony would take were to take that back, that would be. I I I feel like Sony's been making some pretty good decisions recently sure, with the franchise. I mean, okay, sure. Like So maybe no, no, not saying that they would take it back, but I think that they're a little bit smarter than just like just like 
completely taking Marvel Studios out of the question. You sure, man? We're still getting a Venom sequel. Well, yeah, but Venom did a lot of money. Look, people sure, like okay, yeah, people out there like Venom. People yeah. like Venom out there, and it did become okay, one of the most. Did. Yeah, it, it did grow pretty good. financially successful. It was a very successful like uh, box office for that movie. Yeah, it and was I, I, I kind of want to see a sequel. Not gonna lie. Look, I hate the movie, but like I kind of enjoyed it at the same time. You know, it's like watching the room. Like watching Venom is like watching a superhero room. You know. And I'm kind of excited to see like what they do with uh, Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Cause what do you think of? Wait, I'm so, I'm so sorry for cutting you off. Yeah. But instead, of, uh, what do you think of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio? All right, now yeah, let's get back to the trailer. Let's still talk about Venom. We um, about Venom. I mean, all right, I think it, he looks great. He looks awesome. That costume is perfect. That costume is really. I love how he has the scales. I feel like he and the eyes. I feel like that's not Jake Gyllenhaal's face. What do you mean? I feel like that's not actually Mysterio's face. Because the thing with Mysterio is that you barely he's an illusionist, see his face. Yeah. He's an illusionist, obviously. He could create a bunch of illusions. That's what I'm thinking is all those elemental, like the elementals in the story. I feel like that's just him making, it's people. like a syndrome scenario yeah, where, he crea- where he creates his own villains just mm-hmm. to defeat them and look better compared to Spider-Man. Uh, you saw Jeremy John's video? I did, yeah, me yes. Too. But like everybody was comparing it to syndrome and I'm like, ah, yeah, makes sense. Mm. Yeah, But even though like, that trope's been done to death by other things, but whatever. Syndrome's popular because syndrome. Um, Still can't believe Jake Gyllenhaal is fucking Yeah, exactly. Stereo. It looks... It's such a cool-ass bit oh, of God. casting. Sorry. It's such a cool <laughs> piece of casting. And I, I don't think that's his face because, yeah, he's a master illusionist. He, he can make anything look real, and I feel like that's probably something they could do with his face. Because, look, first... Also, he also has the fishbowl helmet. In this trailer, and you oh, see it so cool. in action for just a little bit. It looks so fucking it looks awesome. So cool. It's super cool. I kind of wanted like a wider uh, helmet. Yeah, I get you what know? you mean, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's a it's it's still that dumbass uh, fishbowl. Yes, yeah, it's still, it's still good. The dome. What do you think? Okay, so there's a fifty fifty chance these things can't be. They won't be real. The elementals that uh, Peter is fighting, like a sand dude and a fire dude. And I think they are real, dude. but they're working with Mysterio. You think so? Maybe it's a yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But He's on the off chance that it's not, do you think it's actual like, like the actual elementals, or do you think it's like a riff on Hydro Man or like fake Sandman or Sandman in this movie? I mean, or it, Molten it's, Man. It's completely possible that that they could do something like that because they did something like that with uh, Shocker. Yeah, with Shocker, like they could, they could, they kind of made him like a throwaway villain. Not really a throwaway villain, but... You he know, was a supporting villain. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, both of them. <laughs> so, yeah, both of them. But th- that might be the approach they're going to take with this. Seems likely to me. Maybe. I don't know. Just knowing, like, Mysterio's background, I feel like that's probably the case. I like the angle. It's uh, just like the comics. He's trying to come out as, like, a hero in this, even though he's tech- very, very much not. I, I feel like he's still a villain. I just can't wait movie. to see, like, the the relationship he has with Peter. Apparently, it's supposed to be like a brother relationship that they uh, that's what they've teased on um, that Sao Paulo Comic Con convention where they showed the trailer. I'm thinking he's going to be like a like a like, you know, shield, like an older mentor kind of thing, a shield affiliated kind of. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. I mean, Nick Fury brings him in. Yeah. And Nick Fury shows up. He's also alive. So funny. (laughs) (laughs) I like that scene where he just shoots Ned in the neck. (laughs) Yeah. Quick. No, no, no. Yeah. Quick note about that. Uh, The Spidey sense. That um, people are saying in the in you know the community that um, that the reason that Peter doesn't sense Nick there 
is because um, Spidey sense only really works when he's in actual danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like in literal like circumstances of death. Yeah. Like what happened in Infinity, like War. Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I totally, I could totally buy that. I like it. It looks like a weird, like it looks like that same Ferris Bueller, um, John Hughes vibe that they're going for. Yeah. But they're going international and it kind of feels like at least the, the with the Nick Fury aspect of it, it kind of feels like a weird spy movie. Especially with the cool undercover like uh, suit that he has, if that you weird notice, take on Spider-Man Noir. If you notice, this is the first time we see Spider-Man actually swinging through New York, like New York City through the through the skyline. Oh yeah, which is fucking that. That was a big thing for me. Yeah, when Homecoming came. I out. like it. He was just on his phone. He's yeah, just, like, just on his phone. Doesn't swinging care. Around. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, that, that, that's that's a big thing for Spider-Man that we that like I feel like they they missed in Homecoming. Really? You think yeah, so? Yeah, because like one of the best parts about the Raimi trilogy was the fucking beautiful swinging. Oh, okay, the swinging. I thought you were talking about like the that happy go lucky attitude. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's 100% Tom Holland, but like I'm saying like those specific scenes. Like oh, those yeah. were those were like in my opinion some of those like most iconic moments in film. I'm thinking, you know, for the most part Homecoming was a very kind of small scale movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going large scale. It was more su- it was more like the suburbs of New York than yeah. actual New York City. I definitely feel like it's gonna get a bigger uh sense of scope in the sequel. Yeah, they're I going mean, to Italy, right? you're going yeah, they're going all around the world and shit. Um all around the world or they're going they're going to Italy. Well I mean taking from the poster alone, like it looks like he's going around Europe. Like he has a trip around Europe. There's also a little uh little teaser on the poster. Oh, Not a teaser, but it might be an Easter egg. What do you think? Uh, it says July nineteenth. Or something like that. It says a date on the poster. On the poster? Yeah, because you know how the uh, the poster... Well, I mean, oh, by the way, come out July by the way, there's a new spo- there, By the way, there's also a poster. Yeah, <laughs> this looks and, pretty cool. And Yeah, the poster is just Spidey's face and uh, surrounded that, by stickers and like... Um, what And those stamps. Yeah, it's and like... It's like um, I wanted the stamps. stamps it says a date. It says like June or July something. You sure? Yeah, 100%. Because I think that's the release date. Huh? July nineteenth. I think it's that. That's when it comes out. Is that one hundred percent when it comes out? I think that, so. It's on the poster. Yeah, let me check. It's on the poster. Well, I don't have a tab for it here, but I think so. Yeah, should be coming out on July nineteenth. Either way, I'm very excited. This looks super, super fucking. I it, it it sucks that this has to be the Spider-Man movie that has to follow Spider-Verse. But hey, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, like I feel like this is gonna be fun. Anyway. As good as Far From Home is, I mean, I, I assume Far From Home is gonna be good. But Jesus Christ, you can't beat into the Spider Verse. Like, oh, July fifth, actually. July fifth. Oh, maybe okay, that's an international thing. Maybe I don't know. That Could was just be. on the poster. Maybe, maybe it was nothing. Yeah, maybe it was nothing. But yeah, Far From Home looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I like it. All right, so we go from that to another trailer that dropped today, and I'm excited because I really did want to talk about this, and I sh- we saw it before we started again. John Wick looks so fucking cool. John yeah, Wick. John Tris. Wick. Chapter three, Chapter Parabellum. Tris. Parabellum, stupid title. Yeah, it's cool. What does I that like mean? I don't, I don't know. Parabellum. I thought it said parabola for a second. Parabola. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Parabellum. <laughs> um, I I fucking love the first John Wick. That was such a surprise. Oh yeah. So it came out like it came out such a good time too. Twenty. It came out twenty fourteen. Can you believe that? It's been four years already since the first John Wick. Wow, that's yeah. insane. I didn't. I completely forgot about that. Um, yeah, and the second John Wick was okay. It was good. I like um, it. I was telling Raul before the podcast that uh, I was kind of, I kind of miss the visual aesthetic of the first John Wick. How it was just a very deep monotone blue throughout the whole movie, and then just very intense neon lights like sprinkled throughout. I mean, I get that, but I do 
see that in the sequel. It's just it, especially in the third half when he goes just back the colors, to New York. It's just I guess the, like the colors are are like more vibrant in the sequel. Yeah, and like that kind of ruins it for me. I mean, you don't remember that scene where he beats the shit out of Ruby Rose and that. Hall of Mirrors looking that was type cool. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted more of that. Yeah, I mean, you definitely got it in the third act. Not at really. least. Yeah, I, I definitely saw it. Not really, yeah. dude. Not really. I'm not talking about like almost the whole movie because the, the like it, the, I, the whole I would first admit John Wick it had slows a, down in the middle a little bit oh, when no. he's oh, when he's in what Italy. I mean, I'm just talking yeah. about the visual style. Oh, okay. I'm just talking about like the visual aesthetic of the movie. Mm. The, 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 I don't know. I liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked I it a lot. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm into that monotone dark look. This one, it's just like. I'm looks guessing better. It's just, it looks yeah, better. It's starting right after the event of two. I, I don't think right after. Well, I I assume so. Uh, I, I think a few like a few months in, maybe. Maybe a few months in. Yeah, maybe he's on the run. Like, because I thought by the end of two that they were just like he was supposed to be excommunicado. Uh, yeah, that's how you say it. Um, in like hours, like in that. No, day. yeah, no. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm but I'm saying like maybe this is gonna take place a few weeks or a few months later. Maybe. Like he he's already been on the run. He's already international. It look because it looks like he's in, what in Korea. Well, Tokyo? No, or? I think he's still in New York for a bit, half of it. Because, look, like, he's watching a timer go by. There's a few shots. Waiting that look for, like, like, people, I'm guessing. There's a few shots that look like he uh, looked like he was in Tokyo, though. Hmm. I don't I have know. to look back at it. Or, like, Korea yeah. or something. I don't know. There's a there's that guy, that really uh, talented martial artist. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking who about. Plays, uh, fucking, he played Storm Shadow yeah, in he's the G.I. Joe movies. He's, he's, gonna one be, of, he's an assassin. He's going to be, one. like, an assassin that's... Uh, Shooting him down. Halle Berry's in this movie as well. Yeah, with two dogs. With two dogs. Two big ass dogs. It's about time they fucking do attack dogs. It's so cool. Like, like th- I love it. They did. It, this, why didn't do it in the second one? I mean, like that big ass pit bull. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the pit bull's like a little assisting maybe soon in this one. I'm excited because it looks so fucking cool seeing them both shoot out a bunch of like assassins and then those two jo- dogs just jump in like assist. And then, the ke- oh, and so then cool. Keanu on the, on the horse. Oh, Keanu on the horse so is awesome. so cool. He just shoots him you in the s- face. We've seen those set photos for months and we were already super excited. Because he looks so mad just shooting yeah, this guy in the face. Yeah, that's all you needed, dude. Like, might as well like, do that. Yeah. I, I'm still waiting to see uh, a Batman movie to include Batman on a horse. Like in Dark Knight Returns. Damn it, that's right. Oh, wow. I completely forgot about that. That was always so awesome to me. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. It's the big bulky Batman on a small horse. Yeah, we I, got a Batman and yeah. Keanu Reeves, at least. Yeah. I, fuck, I'm so it's, glad. It's great to see that he has a franchise. Yeah, like, he has another character. Game still, yeah. You know? and he's supposed to do um, Bill and Ted soon. Bill Shit. and Ted 3 is supposed Shit, to come out Shit, that's right. Yeah. What else did he get hired in? Did I don't he get remember. casted in? I mean, Bill and Ted three was the big thing I'm trying. Um, I remembered. I don't remember what else has been going out. Oh yeah, um, Toy Story. Oh the shit, that's right. Yeah, Toy yeah, Story. Toy Story. A, probably as a John Wick toy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping. But yeah, looks yeah. awesome. And the poster looks sick too. Oh, you saw it, the right? Fucking reverse just a poster. bunch of them just shooting, like looking, uh, pointing their guns at him. Oh, I'm talking about the poster. Oh, the teaser one where he's in the rain with the door. Yeah, I like that too. That was cool. That's but yeah, really nice that that like yeah. And it has like a three in the shadow. Super cool. Yeah, it's cool. I love. All right, my favorite moment from this one. It's super quick though, but he's in the library fighting a dude, and he. I feel like it looks like he killed a guy with a book. I mean, he's done he, that. I'm it, pretty sure it's like the second time he's done that in the sh- in the in the series though. Is it? I think it's the, like he's done that before. I don't know. I saw that and I I loved it because like he just he just grabs the guy's face. He just shoves a book into in like what looks like his oh is in in his neck. I'm I thought sure it was his mouth. I'm pretty sure he like got the book, put it to his neck, and just like. Damn. Yeah, it's like the power of learning, motherfucker. God, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, that awesome. comes out in May, soon. Yeah, Oy. damn it, I can't wait. A nice little John Wick trilogy. You think we'll get more of Lawrence Fishburne in this movie? 
We'll get. I, I, I hope so. We'll At get least. the. We'll get the same amount of him as we did in the second one. You think so? Yeah. Oh. I just want a Matrix reunion. I want a ninja fight, like both of them. And there's already ninjas here because there's a bunch of samurai dudes on motorcycles just chasing after him. The world building of John Wick is so cool. I love it. They Man. can make a. Didn't they make a comic out of it? Yeah, they made a comic out of it. I read it. It was fine. Yeah. It, if Telltale was still a thing. If Telltale was a thing, they would have Perfect to. World. They would have to have like. 20 times the size of its employees to have like a full-on action game with those types of choices because i'm not going like if telta were still alive today i would not play a john wick game where the frame rate is still as slow as like season one of walking dead because think about think think about that horse ride it would be super slow to see (laughs) in that game if they made it into a game i mean um on the uh on uh on batman the engine's still like kind of yeah, it's still, still bad. Like they were supposed to. I think it's with the um, second season. No, the new, se- the final season of Walking Dead that they were supposed to show off the new engine. I haven't. I've heard very little of it since the whole buyout and like bringing it back on Epic Games. But whatever. Yeah. When's that supposed to come out? It, no, I think it's already out. What the final season? Yeah, no, the final season is back already. I think mm. the next, the, like the next episode or the final episode is coming out either later this month or next, uh, later this month or next month. Yeah, but hey, uh, going back to John Wick. John Wick looks fun. John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. What's next on the, on the docket, buddy? Well, uh, these trailers are fun, and this one was definitely surprising. Is it? Um, we're getting back to back Mission Impossible movies. Fuck. In twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. That's crazy. Directed by Chris McQuarrie again. Is it not really quick? Yeah, here. That's fucking awesome. The the. Oh, shit, like <laughs> fa- Fallout was so good. It was very, very like good. I, I, I don't think like people understand. Like if you haven't seen Fallout, like I'm not underestimating. It. Like I'm not like overhyping it. I'm not. It really is as good as I, as I, as I say it is. Like, well, as everyone's saying it is. Yeah. Like it's so fucking good. It's, it's just an action movie that's like, it does its purpose well, and then it does more by just making it. It like it has craft, like very exquisite craft to it, by a director like Macquarie. That I'm so curious though this these movies being back to back, coming out, like do you think this is probably the end of the franchise or the end of like Tom Cruise's run in this franchise? You think? I mean, the franchise is gonna die with Tom Cruise. You think so? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like this franchise has literally just been Tom Cruise's playground yeah, for like the la- for the last few years. No, you remember that one time it was supposed to be Jeremy Renner's for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and Ghost Protocol, that was a weird, like, behind-the-scenes thing. I read about that. Then they cut him out. Well, no, they didn't cut him out. Like, it Well, he was too busy. He was too busy to, to continue. It, it was, there was that, but there was another one where when they were shooting for Ghost Protocol, Jeremy Renner was supposed to have a much bigger role, and the role was intended to kind of, like, leave him as, like, the new potential uh, person to lead the franchise. They always look at Jeremy Renner to take over a franchise. I, I know. The Bourne movies. Yeah. Mission Impossible. Um, with actually coincidentally, Chris McQuarrie came on to do rewrites for Ghost Protocol, and they minimalized, uh, minimalized, yeah, they they shortened Renner's role in that movie and gave it all the way up to like Ethan again because you know Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, like I'm I'm saying it's his playground. Yeah, literally. I was I was confused for a moment when they said when the announcement dropped because I thought. They said that the, the movies were going to start coming out next year. I but mean, they took another year off because uh, next year is supposed to be Top Gun Maverick mm. coming out. Yeah. Who's directing that? 
Joseph Kaczynski, um, Oblivion and uh, Tron right, Legacy. Yeah. He made a f- movie about firefighters that was like all right, apparently. Only the Brave. Oh, that's right. You heard about that with yeah, Josh Brolin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he I didn't know he directed that. I remember when that movie was coming out. I I had searched up who directed it. I was pretty surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I as much as I don't like Oblivion, I remember watching I, it. I it's it, grown on me. I hate it. It's honestly grown on me. It's a bad movie. <laughs> the thing is, it's I love bad Tron, because though. like I love Tron though. Tron's great and it gets better with every watch. Yeah. For me, I like Oblivion a little bit more. I didn't like it when I saw it in the theater when we saw it in the theater that one the first time. It's so funny. Because it seems like a ripoff of every other sci-fi movie. Yeah, we were movie. saying it, right? To the we point like, where, like, a fu- Remember, we were calling out movies every yeah. time something would pop up. Oh, that's Star Wars. Oh, that's Terminator. Do you oh, remember the Alien. score? Because there's a fucking yeah, huge Hans Zimmer's wah. Wah. Right when we expected it to drop. And we just laughed and every, every single time the gigantic dropped, we just freaked the fuck out. <laughs> it was so funny. We were so annoying. Uh, that was a... I mean, we were, we were little fuckboys in middle school. We God, didn't know anything. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, life's full of regrets. Uh, <laughs> Too many. <laughs> and I'm I'm really excited about yeah. this. I feel like this is probably the end of it, though. Yeah, if it's I mean, back to back, this there's feels no other like reason for it to be back to back. Yeah, this so is probably gonna, uh, it, yeah. it definitely has to be a plot thing. Going yeah, on. It's, I think it's gonna be two parter plot. Do you think it's like the world ends in the first part and it's like a Fallout movie, like an actual Fallout game movie? They should have just with like mission with uh mixed with Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Armageddon. Yeah. Oh God. God. <laughs> they're gonna go to space. You think they're gonna go to space? It's gonna happen. Oh no, I don't it's think they're going oh, to space. Oh what, dude? Where are they gonna go? They said they'll actually film it in space. Like Tom Cruise will fall out of the sky. From I'm not space. even joking. That's a, that's not that's it's Tom. It's Cruise. totally not out of the question. Yeah, that, that's not like out of the realm of possibility. We could definitely see him die on screen. <laughs> Shit, dude! Like yeah. from here until what 2022, we might yeah. see him die. Probably. Shit. God, it's gonna it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Hey. Rip Tom, hashtag Rip Tom Cruise. Hey. This is going to yeah. be the title of the episode. Should we title that? Rip Tom Cruise? Rip Tom Cruise? Rip maybe. Tom Cruise. Maybe. Hashtag Rip Tom Cruise. I have some uh, Randy Pitchford puns I could probably bring up, maybe. No, not the Randy Pitchford shit. God no, maybe not. Too dark. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, like, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm just mentioning yeah. that now. No, no, no. Because I, I have it in the game section. So we'll get to that later. All right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited for this. There's not that much. Oh, I actually did hear um, from Hollywood Reporter afterwards. He turned down uh, a couple of DC movies. They well, offered McQuarrie him. They offered him offered Green Lantern. DC movies. Yeah, they offered him Green Lantern. I feel like it was probably Green Lantern. Definitely, and it sucks because he probably would have made a really good Green Lantern with him and Tom Cruise. Fuck yeah, Tom Cruise as Hal Jordan is a perfect casting choice. Young Hal Jordan, uh, young Hal Jordan. Ha- I mean, no, sorry, old Hal Jordan, Tom Cruise, young John Stewart, Travante Rhodes from Moonlight. Have it be a training day movie, you, a training you know, training day in space. You know who would make a really really good Hal Jordan, hmm. just visually. I don't know, maybe about acting, but he is a good actor. The guy from This Is Us, the 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 older brother, who the played, younger brother, who played Aquaman, who played Green Arrow. Yes, played, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming to it. It, it cumulates in that. Sure, that'd be cool. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, eh. he looks like Hal Jordan. Sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just like when when I heard like the idea of oh, training day in space, I can't get that out of my mind. I mean, still written by David S. Goyer, so yeah. let's let's see where that goes. There hasn't been that much talk about that movie. I don't know if it's still alive or not. I think DC really is just taking it step by step. Yeah, I feel like it's the same case too. Like Aquaman, Aquaman made a fucking killing. Let's mention that really quick. Aquaman made a billion. I thought we already mentioned it, did we? Last week? I mean, in the last episode? No, I mean when we talked on Tuesday. Episode 11? Did we mention that it made a billion? 
Well, it made a billion. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it yeah, made, made a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, the first DCU EU movie to make a billion. Already? Really? First one, yeah. I Oh, I would assume that Suicide Squad would, because it made a lot of money despite it did. the reviews. It did make a lot of money, but... And it is an Oscar winner, I, whether I think, we like it or not. <laughs> I think it's like, number one is like Wonder Woman. No, no, number one is Aquaman, number two is Wonder Woman, number three, Suicide Squad, then after that being Man of Steel, then BBS. I'd have to look up those numbers, because I do know that like... Suicide Squad had a lot, had a big ass like box office gross. gigantic yeah. box office. It did not need it to. It, it didn't, didn't. It didn't. God, it's a, it's a shame. It's, it's a, a shame. shitty movie. It's a shame that box office should have gone to the BVS. You want to know what that movie was like for me? And I feel like you probably had the same thing too, given like the whole Jared Leto of all of it all. It's a movie that was, we were like when we got out of the theater, we were like. It's weird, but like we tried to find, we tried to find here. something we good tried to, to be, like. We try to be very open minded, but we realize that's just not. Yeah, no, it, it's, we didn't like it. Yeah, yeah no, it's it, it doesn't sit well. Yeah, I, I'll still, I'll still. It's st- such a shame, dude, because the first trader for Suicide Squad was so awesome. It should have been that before it they turned that. it into a Guardians ripoff. Yeah, it sucks. I will say, I can still stand by Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. He's awesome because I, I like it. It looks funny. And it was a good Halloween costume to wear that year. Uh, what do you think is going to be the next movie after Wonder Woman 84? I think that's supposed to be... Because New Gods is apparently getting... Uh... Moon, Moon, New Gods is getting Let's a talk lot about that of really talk. Quick. Let's talk about that really quick because that's actually big. Apparently... What have you heard? Apparently, um, the the I, this is like rumors, rumblings, but apparently they're, they're going to follow uh, Mr. Miracle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miracle and Barda. I heard something about villains in this Dark movie. Dark Side. It it's supposed to be Dark Side in the Mr. Furies. Miracle's running away from Dark Side apparently. That's what you that's what you heard. Okay, no, because I I I had that in another um I had that in a tab there. I was supposed to I was gonna read in, on my phone, but I I just completely ignored it. I forgot about well, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. No, I I mean, look, Ava the Vernay, she's like fifty fifty right now. Yeah. Well, mm, so if, if you good. haven't seen if you haven't seen her documentaries, I mean, they apparently they're very very good. Oh, um, thirteenth. 13th, on Netflix, yeah. That yeah. was good. I heard that. You saw it? Um, Last year. Oh, okay. For class. Not bad. Not for English, bad. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I need to see that one. It was, it was good. Yeah. It was good, yeah. I, I have faith in her. Maybe it's probably all right after that one. Yeah, I think Berta Perry comes out before Wonder Woman 84. And really? Yeah, Berta Perry comes out in like a March or February I of saw some Seth photos of Berta Perry. They already started filming? Yeah. Really? I saw some. It was of Margot Robbie. And she had rollerblades. Roller, like ro- roller skates. Interesting. And it was it was like uh, like like pink and like like same green. costume as Suicide Squad. No, no, she wasn't in costume. She literally like it looked like she was just like in regular clothing, like a white shirt and like leggings. I think mm. leggings or something like that. And she had like roller skates on. I really hope they could probably change her costume a little bit. Definitely, they're yeah. gonna. I, I think they're they're gonna go. Uh, I think more classic. Yeah, not saying that like that that costume of Suicide Squad is bad. No, I, just, I love it. I love it. I would like something a little bit different. And there are DC is already trying to make everything different again. Yeah. So yeah, might as well. I mean, I, 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 can't, I, it, I, I just really wish we could have seen, like Snyder's DCU, because uh, yeah. his his whole like. His whole like idea behind, you know, his his universe for DC was really interesting and very very different from like anything else we would have seen. You remember that tidbit that came out recently that was uh, supposed to be like Batman dies in Justice League Two or something That's like that. That's awesome! I love that. I feel like it'd be too early though, because it was supposed to be. Remember, it's supposed to be a two part movie. But Ben Affleck's Batman was was never supposed to be, you know, because but I mean I I feel like the original idea for. Uh, well, Snyder's original idea for Baffleck was to have him being BVS and Justice League part part one and two, 
uh, have him be in a Batman movie eventually. Yeah. But that was optional. He his he was he was con- okay. No, no, no. His contract had what three movies? Yeah, I no, think four so. movies. I think four. it had four. Mo- I think it had four movies. I mean, he was definitely supposed to do a Batman movie. It was BVS, Suicide Squad, Justice League, Justice League Two, and then the option, and then optional was the Batman. Yeah, because he was supposed to direct that too. Actually, Batman's supposed to. Uh, uh, from what I've been hearing, it's supposed to be shooting uh, later this year. Later, end of the end of this year. Yeah. So yeah. let's see. I fucking throw Matt uh, Matt Reeves a bone for God's sakes. Like I feel like he's been waiting for yeah, him to make it. He he could make probably one of the best Batman movies. I mean that project's been pretty quiet Very for the quiet. most part. He's been I feel like he's been writing a lot wa- for a while. I was yeah. thinking yesterday. I was thinking about just uh, um the different like leaks and rumors we were hearing about Batflex Batman movie. Yeah, how it was supposed to be set in Arkham Asylum. Uh, Deathstroke was supposed to be in it. Joker was supposed to be in it. The Arkham Asylum, yeah. Penguin. Yeah. Well, Penguin is supposed to be the villain now in Reese's. Uh, Penguin was cited over uh, Black Mask, is what I heard. Well, Black Mask uh, was. Um, the report. Well, the report. Like they were, were both supposed to show up or something. Okay, no, no, no. well. Or Penguin was supposed to show up in Birds of Prey and then they swapped it. Okay, no, yeah, no. All right, Suicide Squad 2 was supposed to be Black Mask, I believe. Really? But then, I yeah. know Black Adam was supposed to be a part of Suicide Squad 2. I heard that too. Yeah, I heard about that one. But um, suicides. But Birds of Prey is has okay. Birds of Prey now has um has Penguin. Uh, before that, well, sorry, I keep confusing it. Ha- they have Black whole- Mask Mask now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have Black Mask now. Originally, Suicide Squad two was supposed to have Black Mask as a villain, but then DC was switching it up, and they were like, "No, we're gonna put Penguin in." The Batman, and then have Suicide Squad two be whatever the fuck James Gunn does, and that's why Gavin O'Connor left because he wanted to do Black Mask. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Shit. <laughs> I it's mean, it's a very confusing. Dude, Suicide Squad thing. two. Fuck. That's very that. I'm. That's very interesting. I I'll believe it when I see more of it. Come Comic Con, maybe. But then again, Comic Con, like DC and Comic Con, they show official stuff. Then they also DC say that official the gr- stuff is coming, and they DC always come. has the best fucking show. It always has the most hype show. Well, Warner's in general. Yeah, yeah. I think Marvel's supposed to come back this year for Comic Con. Hopefully, I I fucking hope so. Man, let's nice. get off. Let's get off DC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Top yeah. off the DC dick. <laughs> let's let's get off that shit for a while. <laughs> that was a big tangent. So we go from that Mission Impossible. <laughs> I mean, uh, to um. A movie I didn't actually expect to actually come out or be exist. Uh, Ghostbusters 3 is actually a thing. And it had a trailer the next day after Liter- it came out. Literally, when we finish uh, the first part of this, that's when we got the news that yeah. Ghostbusters 3 was happening. It's directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, uh, the original director of Ghostbusters 1 and 2. And it's supposed to actually be a um, canon sequel to the Ghostbusters 2 from the 80s and it's not supposed to um it's not supposed to connect with the 2016 reboot at ah! all. Yeah. I, ah! That movie could have been really really good. I I don't Puff like Feige's it. Puff Feige's fucking awesome, man. Puff Feige, yeah, Feige, he, Feige? No, Puff Feige. Puff Feige. He's great. I've seen parts of that movie he had this year, A Simple Favor. That shit's really stylish and cool. I really wish this movie would have been. Did like, you ever watch Spy? Uh, good. What? Did no, you ever watch I heard Spy? Spy was good. Spy was very good. Mm. I saw. It I heard Jason uh, Statham's hilarious in that movie. Great. Yeah, he was great. He was great. 
Uh, Spy was very good. So was um, The Heat. I love The Heat. That the Heat with good. Jennifer. Uh, no, with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. That was a really good Yeah, Puff Egg is the only fucking person who knows how to do Melissa McCartney humor. In my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking like Melissa, Melissa McCarthy in general because I heard that uh, director with uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me. Like I heard she was like that's McCarthy's best performance to date. But it's a drama. It's not supposed to be a I comedy mean, shit. or anything. When you're comparing it to things like Tammy. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, oh, my God. What was it? The Boss. Oh, Do you remember? shit. The, yeah, she's supposed to be some baller-ass girl or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Remember uh, the fuck with Jason Bateman? Uh, identity theft. Oh yeah, yeah. I was excited for that because I was supposed to be. That's that wasn't the guy, bad. That was from Seth Gordon. That's the guy from uh, Hor- Horrible Bosses. Yeah, that wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I heard it was shit. That's no. Why. It, it wasn't <laughs> bad. I enjoyed it. Okay. I I enjoyed it. I, I'll give them a shot. Regardless, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I I'm not excited by the. Oh, look, I love Jason Reitman. I really love Jason Reitman. Up in the air is really good. Juno's great. I've heard the front runner is really good, and so is Tully. I mean, and then he made a couple other movies. Uh, I heard Men, Women, and Children's all right, but I don't know. I've heard other people say that. I've only ever seen Ju- uh, Juno. Juno. I love Juno. Juno's a really nice. Yeah, movie. Juno's great. And Juni, uh, oh, Juno's great. Before that, he made a uh, Thank You for Smoking with Aaron Eckhart. Really? Yeah, he did. That was his first feature. Yeah, that's a really good one too. He's a great indie director, and this is like this definitely is the biggest fucking thing he's ever going. He definitely he's, knows he's doing the franchise. Right Oh yeah, he for probably, sure. He knows the franchise more than most he, people. He, uh, the cover story they had on uh, Entertainment Weekly. He was talking about how he was on set with his dad um, As when they were filming the them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he has a big attachment to it. I see. Like, yeah, it's definitely a really solid choice for a director. I just don't think that there's anything interesting about Ghostbusters. I'm more behind. At uh, this point. Well, I, I'm more behind this. They should have done this than a, another Ghostbusters. Then, then the Ghostbusters reboot. Or just know. not make it at all, just, but it, it's just yeah. That, you you finish your point. You finish I mean, your point. I'm not. I don't have as big of. I don't have as big of an attachment to Ghostbusters as um as you do probably. I, I really love Ghostbusters. Man. I like Ghostbusters. I do. I, Ghostbusters too is really stupid, but I kind of enjoy it too. But yeah, you probably have more to say. <laughs> it's Go ahead. Just, it. Fuck. I don't really see. Yeah. No. It. There. Unless you go to fucking hell. Like there, that there's really so nothing funny. really interesting of making another movie where you're fighting ghosts, capturing ghosts in New York City, for the third fucking time. No, this case it would be fourth, counting the reboot. You know, like I, it it's uh, rumored that it's supposed to be uh, four teenager leads, so it's not supposed to follow the actual old Ghostbusters. I'm sure Bill Murray does not want to do one anymore. Dan Aykroyd would do anything for money, probably. <laughs> and uh, Harold Ramis is dead. And uh, remember when Dan Aykroyd? No, Harold Ramis is not. Yes. Harold Ramis is dead. Do you remember but, when Dan um, Aykroyd and Carrie Fisher were married? Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, Sigourney Weaver would probably go into it. They did it. so much coke together. <laughs> really? <laughs> they did so much coke together. I mean, look at Dan Aykroyd. Fuck. Like, look at fucking, fucking Carrie Fisher. Like, well, back, well back yeah, in she, the early, she did have her. Back in the 2000s? Times, yeah. Dude, all, all, all they did was just hang out with the SNL people and do fucking mountains of coke. Shit. Like, <laughs> that's all they ever did in SNL. <laughs> you know, I love Carrie Fisher because she was always honest about it. Oh, so honest. That was the best thing. So about honest. It. That was the best thing about her. Have she you ever read like, her book? I, I've read parts of her book, but I've seen her um, promotional stand up, no, one woman show How is of that? her book. How is that? So fucking funny. <laughs> so funny. She just talks about all the, like, 
She, she had a wild life, man. She's an awesome person. Fuck, another tangent. All right, but yeah, sorry. She, you know, yeah. she she uh, she helped Ryan in writing Last Jedi. Yeah, no, she's a script doctor. Mm-hmm. She's a script doctor in uh, like that's her secondary job. Yeah, or one of her most like impo- other important jobs. Yeah, she's a screenwriter. Yeah, God bless her. Yeah, God bless. May the first be with her. May the Damn force right. be with her. Damn yeah. right. All right, but <laughs> out of that tangent, I, I, I'm definitely fine with a new cast. There are parts of look going back to that reboot. I don't like it as a whole, but there are parts of it that could have worked. Like I love Kristen Wiig, I love Melissa McCarthy, I, I um I, I like the cast. I, f- I forgot who was who else was it Leslie um who, who's the black woman on um, Leslie SNL? Jones Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I like them. I I just thought Chris Hemsworth was just too stupid. And I thought it was just like way too just focused on cameos and just like the like the nostalgia factor of um, Ghostbusters as was, a franchise. Wasn't Bill Murray in? Uh... Bill Murray was in it. Yes, but admittedly he was in uh, the reboot. Do you it remember just, Ghostbusters? She's been in a weird development f- hell. Oh, fuck. Okay, all right. Okay, wait. Let, there's. I have this gigantic fucking theory. Not theory. Oh. Just this background with Ghostbusters. Um, back. All right, back when I was younger and I was getting into like film, like yeah. like more like I was always into film, you know, when I was a little kid, but back when I got into film production and I really started getting into like oh rumors and like film news, like you know, this this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um Ghostbusters three had been in developed in hell for reason for years. Yeah. And Dan Aykroyd, uh for years, because you know, Dan Aykroyd's fucking insane. <laughs> he's been saying, Yeah, Ghostbusters three's coming out, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. Who are you? Like, like he yeah. didn't know who he's talking to. Like, well, <laughs> who? well, Bill Murray, uh, he never. I don't think he ever wanted to do a third Ghostbusters movie. But he said that if they were to have him back, oh, he would come back as a ghost. As a right? ghost. Yes, come I've seen that ghost. idea, and that's actually a dope idea. Should, I like that. Yeah. The the God. thing. Never mind. The thing with me is that like I did hear that. I also did hear the one where like well this is probably earlier coming off of Ghostbusters two. That Bill Murray was like, J- Ivan Reitman had ideas for a Ghostbusters three. I think that wasn't the one that was supposed to be called Ghostbusters in Hell. I think that was his project. Yeah, that was that was the actual title for a while. And Bill Murray was like, No, nah, I don't want to do it. Jason goes <laughs> to hell. Yeah, <laughs> with the Ghostbusters. I, I, they, unless they do something. Going back to this movie now, uh, unless they do something out fucking outrageous with this new Ghostbusters three, I don't really have a interest of watching it and it's supposed to be coming out very soon got puffy. next summer got puffy would have made a great ghostbusters 3 probably if they, if they would have just given him like a regular ghostbusters film i just think if if they would have just laid less on the nostalgia factor of ghostbusters nothing is more infuriating to me in that movie than or two things seeing dan Aykroyd's cameo because fucking garbage <laughs> like it is it is just looking into the prompter saying your slogan and fucking driving off. Really? Literally. He's like, what was it? The world's like, uh, er, er, like there's cracks all over How do Times I drive Square. a car? <laughs> well, you haven't seen that movie, have no. you? Okay, so do you, do you mind it? Like, it, doesn't, fucking... it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck it, whatever. Um, <laughs> when Dan Aykroyd shows up, he's like taxi driver. And uh, what is it? He is, yeah, the world's falling apart. So one of the one of the female Ghostbusters, I can't remember who it was. They asked him, "Oh, we need the um, we need to take a cab, uh, taxi, and everything." He's like, "Nah, uh, nah, I ain't afraid of no ghost," and he just drives away. Like it's so stupid. It's so fucking hamfisted. It's just it's dumb. 
And the final ghost of the movie, they fight the actual Ghostbusters logo. It shows up in 2D uh, cartoon form, and then it turns into a big, ugly 3D model. It's really dumb. Half of the effects in in the Ghostbusters reboot, from like what I've seen, looks like they they were like from the Haunted House 2003 movie. Oh my god, Lady Murphy. Yeah. Uh, We should do a we should do a commentary check on that. On Haunted House? Yeah. On Haunted Mansion? Yes. I'm not watching Haunted Mansion. Why? I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> there are movies that, as a child that, I grew are, up with that. that are like sewn into my brain as dog shit. Like you That liked, is one of them. I fucking love it. You know what's another one? Snow Dogs. Cuba Gooding oh, Jr. in the dogs. snow. Dying in the snow with all those dogs out there. I remember like like a, a MacGuffin of the movie was Cuba Gooding's Cuba Jr. love for uh, blue cheese. Remember that? I was like a MacGuffin. I was four years old when I watched and I I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had it in VHS. So did I, yeah. Shit. So did I. I saw it in the theater as well. Why? I I, I had no control as a four year old. I had no rights. <laughs> dog. Yeah. Need <laughs> <laughs> dog. Your mom's a your mom takes you to the movie. Here look, it's a dog. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> just pet the screen. <laughs> just pet the, no, just pet the poster. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. No, um, I, I'm not really excited for this Ghostbusters thing. The teaser didn't really do anything for me anyway. Let's fucking move on then. All right, yeah. Fuck Ghostbusters <laughs> okay, then. Okay, sorry. You got a piece of shit. Someone doesn't like Ghostbusters too Ghostbusters. as well. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, it doesn't really do Ghost anything. Ghostbusters. It's a guy working on the Ecto-1 in a barn and that's it. And it gives you a release date. So that's the furthest they ever gone with the Ghostbusters 3. Let's see if it actually gets along. Apparently, they, this one has been in development for a very long time. They kept it very... Uh, Sony kept it secret. Years. No, but like this iteration with Jason Reitman. Oh, He's been writing it for a while. Probably yeah. right after the reboot. Maybe. Pro- they, they really probably got into production right after <laughs> He's the reboot. He's like, nope. <laughs> it just goes right into it. Nope. Well, actually, they did do... Uh, they. I remember when that movie came out around the time uh, they, they did have plans. Well, yeah. They, they did have plans for like spinoffs and shit. Like there was plans for a sequel to Ghostbusters, yeah. to that Ghostbusters. And they wanted to make plans universe. For, they yeah. wanted to make a universe. I remember that. <sighs> yeah. No. Fuck. This that. is back. This is back when, uh, when, Mar- when like everyone just started realizing that like the MCU was working. So yeah. everybody tried to make a universe. Ghostbusters universe. Dark universe. The, the dark universe. Dark universe is still funny. <laughs> that is still a, funny. That meme. is a sad one. The guy. The guys at birth movies death. Always fucking meme. Oh, they the always. Dark Universe. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. They always retweet the Dark Universe tweet. <laughs> the cast The photo. entire cast. <laughs> How long do you think it'll be until they they, uh, they shut down down? What do you mean? They shut down the, the Twitter for the Dark Universe? No, probably just, just have it archived for their own, like. Dude, for it's their just own, the logo. For their own um pity. <laughs> it's just the logo and a picture of the cast. Yeah. Oh, no. That was. And I remember, like, everyone was just in nice suits, and then Tom Cruise is just there with a black shirt, a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they literally picked him off right from the mummy set. Hey, where's this? I think, shirt? yeah, I think he's not doing anything. I think that franchise is already dead. Because there were supposed to be plans for Bride of Frankenstein with Bill Condon, but they didn't. They haven't done it. And there, I would have been so excited. There could have been Bride so many great ideas. I, I think if they really would have like wrote out the Dark Universe uh, movies, yeah. we could have gotten something cool. Dude, Bride of Frankenstein would have been amazing. With Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie and Javier Bardem as the monster Fuck. would have been fucking perfect. That's awesome. And it was, but Condon said he was supposed to make it as a... He wanted it to be a black and white, you know, like gothic tale modern gothic the gothic tale like the original and that would have been a really interesting idea at least fuck it yeah it's a <laughs> big so cool. tangent but whatever it's so cool that the director from uh from which is doing nosferatu 
Yeah, but he's he's doing another movie before he does Nosferatu. It's mm-hmm. well, it's coming out this year actually with Robin Pattinson. Oh really? Did you hear that? Oh, Seth High Life. High Life. No, is not High Life. Not High Life. That That's looks Claire fucking Dennis. awesome. It looks really cool. That looks cool. fucking awesome. Really cool. No, he's making another movie with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I love the set um, stories coming out of it because apparently, it. like uh, Robert Eggers, the director, he he pissed off he pissed Pattinson off uh, so much that he punched him in the face. Like Pat- Patterson punched, like got mad and got into a fight with Robert Eggers. Wasn't there? Fuck, I feel like there's a Robert Patterson story with, uh, with uh, fucking uh, Good Time. Maybe. Oh, that he. That's. Do you remember in Good Time he had to jerk off a dog? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That scene wasn't in the movie, was it? What do you mean? What, did he have to jerk off the dog? I I do remember hearing about that. Was yeah. that was that in the final was that in the final cut? No, right. I don't know. No, there's no. I don't really remember a dog in the movie because but I do remember hearing about that story. Yeah, yeah. Because before, okay, before Good Time came out, came out like you know when I was still getting like a war, when I was still going making the rounds through like you know the, the festivals. Yeah. Uh, there was a story where the director of Good, well, both the directors of Good the Time, the Safties, yeah, yeah, they, they wanted Robert Pattinson to jerk off a dog, like actually jerk off a dog. God, I don't know if he actually did it though. No, he didn't. He did it. He is a method actor. Yeah, Robert yeah. Pattinson's great. Yeah, he is a good. He was he, so good in uh, he, he, Lost City of Z. I've heard so many good things about that movie. That's right. You still haven't seen it. I need to see it. It's great. His that director's follow up is coming out this year with um, Ad Astra. It's it's starring Brad Pitt. It's supposed to be a space movie. Yeah. Uh, with um, with uh, Robert Pattinson, right? I don't know if he's in it. I do know that it stars Brad Pitt, though. I mean, the the High Life movie I was talking about is a space movie with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. That's with Andre Three Thousand. That's so cool. I'm very happy about that. And you could tell it's him because you could hear that voice, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I love it. All right. Another big tangent, but hey, fuck it. <laughs> um, fuck, fuck Ghostbusters. Fuck Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, man, kind of. I don't know. Sure. Let's, let's see what this movie's going to do. Gently. They're filming sorry, this sorry. month. Sorry. Gently. Fuck Ghostbusters. Yeah. Let's just tap it on the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> tap it in the butt. Uh, <laughs> Nip it in the butt. God. Well, we go from something Destroy that's like, eh, to something that's... <laughs> Speaking of... no. Uh, Strange cheeks. It's not. There's not really a good transition for that. Fuck it. No. There's a Sopranos prequel movie in the works. Yeah. Directed by Alan Taylor. Yeah. And they have a very interesting cast coming up. I. 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 Mm. I okay. I love the Sopranos. So Matt, do I. One I'm of the very, best shows I ever made. Them. Yes. That's. I. I think. Most. Pe- a lot of people consider that The Wire or Breaking Bad to be. Between those three, it's like one of the best. Sh- you know. I feel like in a certain like couple of years, you could define one or two shows. That like defined television for a while, and definitely that was during its run. Sopranos was one of them for sure. Definitely, yeah. I I love the Sopranos, and well, okay. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this film. It's called The Many Saints of Newark, and it's supposed to be based off the uh, the riots in New Jersey in the '60s. Mm-hmm. And the creator of Sopranos, David Sa- uh, David Chase, is writing the film and producing it. He was supposed to direct it, but I guess he just, you know, didn't want to or was too busy, and he handed it over to Alan Taylor. Uh, aside from, you know, his other fi- feature films... <laughs> Dark World. And fucking Terminator Genesis. Oh, but, hey, fuck! That's yeah, right. Yeah, he, he did make that. He's very good on TV, and, hey, with a script by David Chase, maybe it'll work? Now, David Chase, David Chase is a genius. He is. Yeah. But just... A Sopranos movie, like, they don't really need one. Like, the reason why a they Sopranos don't. movie doesn't work, but a Breaking Bad movie does work, is because there's still loose ends at the end of Breaking Bad. Well, I mean, there's, arguably, there are some loose ends at the end of Sopranos there as is. well. There is. Even though, like, there's a great, uh, I'll tell you after, for spoilers, obviously, 
But there's a great um, interview with Chase where, like, he kind of reveals what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really funny. But, yeah, I I, I get that. The cast. But John Berthold's in it. Yeah. Which is awesome. And uh, Vera... Um, it's Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga, who's, uh, if you don't know her, she's uh, in The Conjuring. Yeah. She's a, she's uh, the um, one of the... Uh, what are they called? The, the Patrick Wilson and... Uh, Vera Farmiga in the in the in the Conjuring movies. Oh, the Warrens. The Warrens. The Warren yeah, family, she's one yeah. of the Warrens. Yeah, uh, she's in it. Corey uh, Corey Stoll is in it too, which is fucking great. And Corey uh, Stoll and Billy Magnuson. Yeah, that's great. They're great, very good. Really fucking great cast. Especially no one fits in this world better than John Bernthal. John Bernthal is really really. He, he look okay. So this is supposed to cover Tony's childhood years, but damn it, if they could have done like. Damn, fuck a teen like a like a young adult Tony. I could definitely see like a John Bernthal looking like a Tony. Are they fatten up John Bernthal, yeah. Oh, a fat a, John Bernthal, a thick John would be Bernthal. Great. Yeah. Oh man, no, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be a very young Tony, and um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited by this because the cast alone sounds very very. They're fun. supposed to be a a young Tony in this show. Um, because well, in this movie, they, yeah, I think because so. if they do this, then the, it's it the takes movie, place in the '60s. The movie might follow Junior. Probably Junior, yeah. Probably Tony's uncle. Yeah. No, actually, isn't that one of the things? There's a somebody who is. I can see Corey Stoll playing Junior. Yeah. Well, okay. They're both bald fucks. Coming <laughs> from uh, NewJersey.com, the article, Alessandro Nivola is confirmed to play that. All of the roles that we just oh met, all shit, Dicky. Yeah, he's supposed to play Dicky. Oh, he's fuck. the only one right now that who's we confirmed. know who's confirmed playing somebody. We don't know who the rest of these people are Didn't playing. Dickie- didn't Dicky die? Didn't Dicky like get died in the in the first season? I think so. Yeah, I think it's been, I, a, it's I, been a long time since so I've seen Sopranos. Spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> watch watch the Sopranos. He's, th- in the story, he's supposed to serve as a mentor to Tony. If there's one, if there's one fucking masterpiece of a show you should watch, is the Sopranos and Breaking oh, fuck Bad. Yeah, and Breaking For Bad. Sure. But I think the Sopranos is just it's the perf it's the perfect like send off to the mob the the mob. Uh, the mob genre, you know? Yeah, I, I, I love it. Because The Sopranos kind of came out when, like, the mafia genre was kind of dying. Kind of. Well, like, dying, but it was it was finally, like, setting off. Like, good, like, you know, Scorsese was finally, like, was already making his last good, you know, mafia films. Oh, was it? Yeah, I mean, the last one was kind of Departed, right? What, when did well, that come well, out? 2007? Departed? Yeah. Did it come out in 05? Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, definitely earlier. Definitely earlier. Something like that. I mean, well, you, you some people can could um s- could consider uh the departed uh a cop film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh I'm 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 excited. I'm, excited. I'm, I'm a little yeah. excited yeah. for this. Yeah, cuz like the cast is pretty cool and I do love some more Sopranos. And look, dude, Corey Stoll coming back in the movies again after First Man and after he's he's in that fucking Nurse Ratchet. Um Yeah. Series yeah, on Netflix. I'm really Apparently, that's coming Ratchet. out soon. Yeah, same. Like, I'm so fucking excited to see a Renaissance again with Corey Stoll. Ryan Murphy with Ratchet. That sounds oh, awesome. It's gonna be fun. Look, I. <laughs> for people who don't know, I'm a personal big fan of Corey Stoll. Yeah, you love Corey. I Stoll. love The Strain. I was one of the five people who watched it when it five? came out. <laughs> more like three. Two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Oh, two, sure. Yeah. I I love The Strain. You and, and he was really really good. Guillermo del Toro. You and yeah. Guillermo del Toro. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really loved uh, him in the strain, 
And I like him in Ant Man actually. He had a I, really he had a really bad wig in this strange. <laughs> he did. He had a really bad no, wig. No, you, you never watched it. At no, that but point, I saw the wig. At that point they kind of gave up on it and he shaved his head. Oh really? Yeah, he he, he was just like he looked it's so funny because he just looks in the mirror. It makes sense in context, but he just shaves it off. Like he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Hey, shit. Yeah. Hey, I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see him doing more work because he's such a good actor, man. I lo- I love seeing him in Well, in fuck Corey Stoll. No. Don't fuck Corey Stoll. I love Corey Stoll. Yeah. So, um, this doesn't have Corey Stoll, but it does have a new director. Ah, I just, I got it. I got something. There we go. No. Well, fuck it. No. Uh, Tom Holland's Uncharted movie gets Dan Trachtenberg, director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, to direct. Now. One word. Wild. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane and a really, really good Portal short film. I remember well. a long time ago watching and that a good episode of Black Mirror. Great episode yeah. of Black Mirror. Um, I remember watching the Portal um, short film years ago, long, long time ago, and always thought that was awesome. And just Ten Cloverfield Lane was so good, and it had no reason being as good as it was. It was, it was a fucking great thriller. You know, it was very, it was super intense. He did a lot with, you know, the limited environment he had. Complete surprise of a movie. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, this is a very, this is gonna be very different for uh, Dead Trackingbird, uh, because this is, you know, it, this is obviously not a fucking, you know, this definitely feels like a more ambitious project than he's been able to do. Yeah, like more grander. This is basically gonna be like, you know, more grand. This, pro- this is basically gonna be like, you know, the kid, the kid, kid Indiana Jones, like, yeah, you know. I'm I'm very excited because I I like I love his work as a director. It's nice to see him doing more work now because he yeah. ha- he's had some stuff in the pipeline that he's been wanting to make after uh, that Black Mirror episode. He directed the I'm reading this right now from Collider. He directed the pilot to the to the the Boys adaptation on Amazon. So I'm really? excited to see that. Yeah, interesting. Have you heard about the Boys that Garth Ennis uh, series? I just I just know it's by Garth Ennis, and I just know that Amazon is gonna have a show. It's. <laughs> It's basically like superheroes need to be like kept in check, and some of them are like, they go like super super mad, like they're like high on crack, and they're the they have to sum like some people have to summon a group of people called the boys, to like fuck the them up boys. and keep them in their place. That sounds their that sounds so Garth Ennis. Yeah. Wait, are, are the boys like really just like intense brothers? One of them looks like Simon Pegg, and one of them is Carl Urban. So yeah, <laughs> like actually Carl Urban. Yeah, and Simon Pegg is in the show. Actually, because for a while, this was supposed to be made as a movie and uh, Simon Pegg was supposed to play. The thing is, if you look at the cover of the of the boys, that guy is literally Simon Pegg and Simon Pegg was supposed to play him in the show. But now apparently Simon Pegg is too old to play that guy. So they got another actor who looks like Simon Pegg and Simon Pegg is playing his dad. Yeah, that's That's funny shit. I like it. I love anything Garth Ennis, so. Yeah, I'm excited. And Rogan and Goldberg yeah. again, yeah. Uh, uh, co-creating it or exec- executive producing. Yeah, I like it. So we get that. I'm. I let's hope this movie makes it. You know, we go from that though to something that we know is actually coming because it's got a release date. Game of Thrones is coming out on April 14th at nine on a Sunday. Well, it always comes out on Sunday. But yeah, now. Game of Thrones <laughs> now. This trailer and it had a teaser. Yeah, it had a teaser. Um, it's a very interesting teaser because this is a. I I think this is okay. What we saw in the trailer isn't what we're gonna see in the show. No, definitely. This, this, this is, is definitely just a shot. promo. Yeah, this is definitely a promo. This is definitely shot just for you know 
promo. Um, <laughs> now, what the trailer shows, the trailer shows the, the remaining Stark children, uh, besides Bran, uh, Arya, Sansa, and Jon. And they're going through the uh, the the cryptids, the cryptids, yeah, the catacombs. I, the ca- uh, ba- basically, where everyone's dead. Yeah, of, of Winterfell. Like, their statues. Of Winterfell, and it has all the statues of you know everyone who's ever died. You pass by Ned Stark. You pass by uh, you pass by John's. Uh, well, spoiler. Well, you pass by John's mother. Um, no, I mean, it's spoilers for something that happened like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's three. Fine. That's yeah, around there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. John's mom, uh, and and at the very end, you know, all the characters, uh, all the characters meet up, and you see uh, statues of each character. You know, Sansa, Arya, and John, and then they hear something, and you see, you know, frost just cover the the ground, cover the walls, and lights go out. Winter's here. Yeah. And yeah. Um. This. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm obviously you know this positive, possibly not going to be part of the movie, not not I mean the show. Yeah. But this does tease the possibility, which I find very interesting. Um, there's a good chance that we might see Sean Bean back as a White Walker, as right? a zombie at Stark. We might. See, there's a good chance we might see most of the people who died come back. If we're going from this promo alone, that would definitely be something really, really cool. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. Like, can you fucking imagine seeing just Sean Bean again? We <laughs> literally headless had Sean Bean. Yeah, we literally you. had. Oh, fuck, that's right, headless. <laughs> but like, we literally have haven't seen him. Um, we haven't seen that character since the first season. Yeah, and there's so much has happened since then. You know, can you fucking believe Sean Sean Bean uh, died? Not Sean Bean. Uh, Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah, Sean Bean. Sean, sorry. Yeah, I was. I always, start, mi- yeah. I always mix up Sean Penn and Sean Bean. <laughs> um, can, like, can you fucking believe? He got killed off right before the show became a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, he gets killed off in everything. That's the Sean Bean rule. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, but I I know. And I'm I'm excited. This looks really really cool. I I would love for something like that to happen. I'm I'm you you brought this up right now, but I'm trying to remember. Where the hell is Rob's body? Cuz isn't after like the red wedding they put him on a horseback? They put him on a horse, they cut but, off his head and Yeah. They, they put they, they they put the head of his uh, dire wolf. Oh, his what dire wolf on top of his. Yeah. And they sent him off into a wolf and like to the woods. Whatever happened to that body? Well, originally in the books. Well, was it in the books? Yeah. Um, I think that uh that body comes back to life. Hmm. Like as a wolf. Head. What? Really? Yeah, I'm not joking. Oh, interesting. Like like the body comes back. And like with the wolf head attached, and do it's, you, like a, it's like a living being. Do you think we'll get like known book spoilers, like elements in this final season? I mean, I feel like I, I feel like we're gonna uh, the show's already given one the of the Starks. I feel like maybe one of them might show up. Maybe, yeah, one of that one of those elements might come into play. Mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting. So, yeah, especially given the context of this teaser, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Even th- mm, all right, I'm not gonna get in too much into that, but. I'm gonna do a. Yeah, we're uh, supposed to be getting an actual teaser. I'm publicly inviting you in to uh, my Game of Thrones watch party for the premiere. I'm ho- I'm hosting it. Not bad. Like not for bad. you actually at, the, at my house. So yeah, sure. Yeah, we, that'd we, be fun. Yeah, we do. We could alternate houses. Huh? That'd be sweet. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. we like. Uh, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In my house, we just finished. Yeah, yeah. We just finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we just finished the back, and like after so long, it looks really good. I'm yeah. very happy. And we got like a little TV there set up. Yeah, yeah it'd be fun. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna like have it set up for the whole group. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm down to go. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. 
It's Game uh, of Thrones anyway. Like, and, it's, uh, it's event yeah, <laughs> TV. And uh, we finally had the premiere date. Yeah. Sunday, April 14th at 9 p.m. I'm guessing that's, what, like a week or two after True Detective ends? I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. How long is True Detective this season? Uh, 10 episodes? I want to say 10. Yeah, probably 10. Shit. They already premiered the first two. So technically, we just have to wait like eight more weeks. Well, that doesn't make sense, though. Unless to take a break. We'll talk about Whatever, True Detective next week. Yeah. We'll talk about True Detective next week, we'll guys. T- yeah. F- fuck logic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Game of Thrones. We're excited. We're awesome. It's I'm amazing. excited. It's awesome. Yeah. And I'm, even, I'm actually like, I really hope Game of Thrones just ends as fast as it can. Not Well, no, but because they're going to start uh, Star Wars when they finish here. Oh, yeah. The showrunners. I've... I'm very interested to see what their take on Star Wars is going to be. I think I think there's going to be the next big thing for Star Wars. I think that's the I think that's where the pro- where the property's going. Hopefully, what TV or like oh what they're doing. What they're doing. Okay, interesting. Maybe yeah. Well, I mean, definitely the big thing is probably TV after Episode Nine because of everything that's coming on Disney Plus. But well, look, um, yeah, seems it's going to be fun. Yeah, we go from that. There's another TV news I wanted to bring up because that was a very, this was very surprising. Because I just didn't expect it to happen, given you know that this person's involved in multiple streaming services. But um, there's a follow-up to The Office, kind of. Steve Carell is starring and co-creating with Greg Daniels, the creator of the American Office remake, uh, on on a show for Netflix called The Space Force. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there it was just an announcement teaser. I'm surprised. As we fuck. both love The Office. I I I started getting into the office. I like it. I love yeah. the office. I'm starting to like it a oh, lot. Oh, sorry. I love the office. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. This. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool. sold. I'm sold. I'm. I would love to be Steve Carell right now. Cause look, you're getting probably a shit ton of money from doing this. And keep in mind, Apple's supposed to be premiering their um, streaming service, and Steve Carell is starring in another show there as well. So is he gonna star in in Space Force? Um, or is he just gonna, like, no? Gonna no, he producing? is starring in it. He is starring in it. He's starring and co-creating the series. Watch, it's like just a sequel to The Office. Probably it just in space. Yeah, I'd fucking same die. cast, It'd same everything. Funny. Runs for nine seasons. That'd John Krasinski nice. still has a beard. Yeah, has a, well has a beard. Not bad. Yeah. I'd be I'd be really. It's like a sequel to Quiet Place, God. where he directs some episodes and you just see uh, like the in quiet office, monsters. Quiet, in office, Quiet Place, Quiet Place uh, crossover. It would end very quickly. That sounds like an SNL skit. Probably. I feel like Dwight would say something stupid to Angela, and then they both die. Yes, <laughs> die. <Kill laughs> like the first one. Who would be the first one to run after that? Do you know who who would be? Who wait to like run? A, yeah, to like, run away from that shit. Michael. Michael would be you the first Michael? one out the door. No, Michael. Are you kidding me? Michael would push someone to like to the like the beast to save himself. Are you forgetting about um this fucking guy? Uh oh god, the guy who gives him a bunch of shit. He doesn't work. He doesn't like working. Creed. No, not Creed. Creed's a weirdo, but um, the big black guy. Fuck. Oh. Uh, Damn it. Why is his name escaping me? I was supposed to say fuck it. Fuck, Stanley. Stanley. Stanley would run and push everybody yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right? You're, you're right. Yeah. And then he'd probably have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin. Maybe Kevin would probably Kevin would be the first one to die. Oh, yeah. He'd probably punch it or, like, offer it food. <laughs> tried- no, no, you remember no, the no, one? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Dwight would try to fight it. Dwight, Dwight would, would try, try to, to fight it. Dwight would try to fight it. Die. Creed would try to suck it off. No, <laughs> Creed. No, no. Creed would kill it. Creed, Creed would kill no, it. No, no, no. Creed. Dwight Better would try to that. fight. Dwight Better. would try to fight it. Creed's gonna save Dwight. Dwight's gonna feel like Dwight's gonna feel like he he handles the situation right, but Creed's gonna rip its throat off. Creed's gonna throat rip off. its throat off. 
We're talking about the aliens from A Quiet Place. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to rip its throat off, but then he's going to stab... Um, stab the throat then fuck No, 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 no. He's going to fuck the wounds. No, no, no. He's going to stab... <laughs> he's going to stab Dwight in the neck, and he's going to wear the skin of the alien from Quiet Place and be one of the monsters. No, even better. He's going to be the lead pack. No, 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 no. Even better. He, he cuts Dwight's hand... Quest Dwight cuts Dwight's hand, screams, make sure everyone, ma- ma- no, 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 sorry, stabs Dwight, make sure Dwight scream, like just kicks him into an office and they just tear him up. You know, never mind. I don't think, um, I don't, I, I don't think that person would be the first one to die. I think Andy would be the first one to die. Andy? At least, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, so yeah. I'd a- probably want a- Andy a- to be the first one to die okay, by no. being biased Andy would it. be, Andy would try to prove like his worth. Oh, but yeah. Would try to prove his worth to fight him. He'd be and, like in one of those 1920 tussle moves. And then Dwight's, <laughs> wait, Dwight's gonna try and like stop him, but like, and he could be like, no, Dwight, you can't handle this. I can. Just get shredded. Mindy would probably want to date one of them. God. And then what is it? Ryan, her boyfriend? Oh yeah, right. Ryan would die instantly. No, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan would, would jump off the window. Ryan he would, would kill be, himself. Ryan outside. would be like the one to like. He he would be the one in every like zombie movie to like freak out. Yeah, or like like in Aliens, we're gonna die, man. It's over, man. <laughs> it's over, man. <laughs> I'm thinking of a uh, fuck. It's not. St- oh damn it! I, his name escapes me now, and I can. Comp- oh Kevin, I'm thinking of that really funny scene. Where he's going up the stairs with the pot of chili and he drops it on the floor. He just and he just tries like scooping everything up. And he just he's having a mental breakdown the whole disgusting. time. It's so funny. Uh yeah. An office place. Good the war for Steve Carell begins. In office are you place. either Team Apple or Team Netflix? T- are you Space Force or are you whatever the fuck that show is supposed to be called? It's a daytime uh show show within a show starring him and Jennifer Aniston. So Cool. cool. Yeah. I'm not really that excited about Apple stuff, though, because apparently it's supposed to be very, like, kid-friendly. Like, that's the... Very PC, like, very, like... No, no, I wouldn't say PC. It's supposed to be, like, um, yeah, no, family-friendly PC, stuff yeah. only, which sucks because they had a fucking um, David Fincher project, I think, or a Gillian Flynn project. I remember that, yeah. In development. Do you remember Utopia? Utopia would have been awesome. Would have been fucking amazing. That was HBO, though. Yeah. And HBO... Look, as much credit as we give HBO, sometimes they also make some really dumb choices. Like for the, every Game of like Thrones, passing on Breaking Bad. <laughs> for every for every passing on Breaking Bad, you get a Fucking Game of Thrones. For every Game of Thrones, Showtime, TNT, all of those ca- channels passed on Breaking Bad. Yes, that's can true. you fucking believe that? I know. For every for every passing on Breaking Bad, you get a Game of Thrones though. But for every Game of Thrones, you get vinyl. Think of it that way. Sure. It's or eh, objectively, maybe True Detective season two, but I like it. So you know, fuck people who say it's yeah, garbage. Quite a bit. I like, I do like it. Let's continue. Let's yes, 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 yes. My bad. So yeah, we're we're just so, yeah. high on tangents. So today. yeah, in office place, that's a thing. <laughs> office space. <laughs> in office, office space for it. In yeah. office space. I like it. Uh, a quiet office. We go from something the very funny to something you know a little a little serious. I forgot that I, I had the bungee thing on the board, but I think yeah we talked about it last week. So if we did, if we didn't bungee, uh, uh, bungee split with Activision. They're keeping Destiny, um, and they're going to continue to support Destiny. Yeah, so let's let's see what and it's going to be a hundred percent dungeon vision. A uh, dungeon, bungee, gonna, yeah. bungee vision. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, if they if they fuck up something big on Destiny three or whatever they're going to be doing, that's on them, man. Like that's going to be a. Uh, that's their own kind of words to open with. 
but hey, I'm I'm happy for I'm I'm happy that they at least got you know the good end of the deal, and maybe they're they'll be fine. Let's see. So, uh, as the article I'm reading here, you ready to uh, strap into this piece of video game news? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, this uh, is coming from Destructoid. And if you've already, you this, probably, this, there's a good chance you probably already heard about this already. This isn't like anything specific, specifically gaming. Well, well, well it is, it is, well, in it, a way, yes. Nothing's getting announced. This is just like a whole buttfuck of a situation. So, there's been a lawsuit fiasco going around from a, I can't remember, the name escapes me right now, but it, um, well, this is a lawsuit against the CEO of Gearbox, the creators of games like Borderlands and, uh, uh, alien clo- uh, colonial marines, Randy yeah. Pitchford, and he's being sued by Wade Callender, who was uh, in a former in-house attorney of Gearbox, for two separate actions and uh, breaching legal obligations to the company. Seems like you know, like big, definitely big news, uh, le- like illegal shit going on behind like. Um, video game businesses then it, it gets crazier here, yeah it, it yes and we'll get to that in a second it, it's it, coming from um it was discovered by kotaku and this is being covered on De- uh destructo this is the article we're reading right source, now. yeah yeah um yeah it, it's calendar is accusing randy pitchford of uh taking 12 million dollar bonuses from take two interactive which is the publisher of uh borderlands which was supposed to be um, spread out to the company, uh, what I, I believe is to, uh, it was supposed to be spread out to the company of Gearbox. <laughs> that quote. And there we go up. That quote. Which one? Wait, go up, go up, go up. Which one? Um, well, but part of part of that is um, uh, is accused of using a uh, Gearbox company credit card for personal expenses such as family vacations, gun club memberships, and fire and firearms accessories, and trying to get six pack abs. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. God. No, I actually really didn't see that part. Really trying to get his life together. Randy Pitchford. Okay, before we get into the meat of, like, why people are really talking about this, why, how, it's ooh. really... He's a fucking weird dude. I mean, <laughs> like, shit. He, he's always, like... Um, all right. He's a really shitty person to hype up stuff. Yeah. Because for a while... And we talked about this back in the Game Awards predictions in a few episodes ago. He was posting a lot of things with the number three on it on his social media. And everybody for a while was thinking, oh, finally, we're probably getting something Borderlands 3 related. And he, nothing came out of it. And he fucking says nothing about it. it. It's stupid. There was actually a really funny story I heard today on a Kotaku uh, split screen episode where um, he's, he's a very compulsive liar as well. There was an article a while ago on how, like, uh, it, something involving... God, I'm reading the article right now, and it's getting, like, the story just gets more wild. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, we're, we're strapping onto that one, but for this quick tangent, he, he was, um, he was saying something that, like... Sorry. Oh, the Mike Tyson episode? On Sorry, Dorone? yeah. Yeah, Ger- yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson on Dorone. Yeah, I got, the, I got the notification. But, um, <laughs> he was saying something on an article about how he said some shit to Gabe Newell, the the founder of Evolve, and I can't remember the specifics of it, but it was further rebutted by Gabe Newell from Evolve saying, I've never met Randy Pitchford in my life. I don't know why he came up with the story. And then Randy Pitchford comes in afterwards saying, yeah, that whole story was fake. I just said it was just bullshit. Just wanted to say a story. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) What a wacky individual. (laughs) 
This was the they filed. And it gets wackier. Going back, <laughs> it gets <laughs> fucking wackier. Let's strap in, boys God. and girls. God, it's so fucked. This this lawsuit was filed in tw- December 2018, and this was the big thing. Obviously, we're getting into the real meat of the situation right now. It wasn't supposed to be the reason why you know uh, Calendar is suing uh, Pitchford. It this was just, just uncovered. It was yeah. It it, the, it was in the complaint, and it was just one of the things that was just kind of. It was one sentence, and it was just left there. Those asterisks, little. and it is fucking bonkers. Yeah. So, um, the crux of the lawsuit is that Calendar says Pitchford took a secret twelve million bonus. Yada. Um, Calendar also states that Pitchford accidentally forgot a USB drive at a Dallas area medieval times restaurant in 2014. Calendar alleges that the USB drive contained both highly sensitive business documents and, quote-unquote, underage pornography. Now, oh, God. (laughs) Very fucking weird. Continue, continue. Pitchford was supposedly in San Francisco at the time. The drive was recovered, and Calendar, without yet knowing the context of the drive, directed Gearbox staff to duplicate the files so they could be sent to Pitchford. Pitchford allegedly intervened and ordered ordered the duplicate files to be immediately destroyed. Calendar goes on to also accuse Pitchford of using Gearbox company funds to throw personal parties at his house where older men would expose themselves to minors. Now, this part is half true. Um, uh, uh, this is going from I I before we got into the story I I was listening There's to the Kotaku update. no I was listening to the Kotaku split screen episode uh, Jason Trier the person who broke uh, some of the news on Kotaku uh, he he was elaborating a little bit more on some of the stuff in this uh, complaint and gear um it is it is confirmed that P- Pitchford did use um did throw parties in his house but they were like. They were not. Um, I don't know the whole thing about minors, but it was supposed to be like weird, like, um, like sexy gimp parties or some shit like that. I can't remember the specifics. It was he. He would throw weird, lot, like, lot big latex, parties. A lot of his, leather, maybe allegedly. Whips, allegedly, chains. remember we're going to legal territory here. Lemon Victor. juice. Allegedly, there's yeah, lemon yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it. Um, he it it is confirmed that he would do like big parties at his house. We don't know. I don't remember the big, specifics. Big right sexy now. Hollywood parties. Probably. Probably. Yeah. It was also said in that drive that there was a very personal company information. But now we go into uh, and and for a further update on the whole thing as a whole, Gearbox uh, said, you know, like, yeah, this is bullshit. And they're they're That's that's the most we've been hearing about it. They, they issued a statement. Um, so. It's a lot of pro- it's a lot to process. Right. And there was more stuff to that thing was filed. On December, uh, de- like early December, and on December, I want to say between December eighteenth or December twenty eighth, Pitchford went on to a podcast. This isn't I don't I don't remember if this is on the article or not, but I remember like I I remember hearing about this, where they brought it up. They brought the um, accusations of the underage pornography on the USB drive, and Pitchford said that there that he did have a USB drive. And he did have porn, but it wasn't supposed. It it, it wasn't um, underage pornography. It was supposed to be. This is, this is Pitchford's words on this podcast. I can't remember the name for it right now. If I could, I would give it credit. I I just don't. Barely um, legal. Barely legal webcam footage of cam girls, 
and oh now i remember it was something to do with magicians it was a podcast having to do with something with magicians nope and kind of makes sense why that wouldn't be you know you know looked at until something you know like this right now but he he goes on to say like yeah no it it was barely legal and uh he he commended the sex worker the cam girl in the video as being a fucking magician who could <laughs> For for doing things that he was never he never thought he would be guys, able guys, to see. Guys, you really gotta trust me. She's a fucking magician, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you fucking that. It is. It's fucking God, crazy. Jesus. It, it's that like he he was he got like he was talking about like how how awesome the girl <laughs> would squirt like in the videos oh, and fuck. said that's not a cam girl. That's a fucking magician. God. <laughs> it is fucking ridiculous that's a man fuck situation that i don't we don't know <laughs> again we don't know anything about what's going on right now where it's thursday there hasn't been uh, as of right now we haven't seen anything else coming out of it it's gonna be more development but this is a big stay tuned <laughs> let's, 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 let's stay stick tuned. with that shit stay tuned this is yeah. a a wacky scenario fuck yeah this is a <laughs> it's a magical scenario I do. Ah. It no, it's really fucked. It's really <laughs> fucking. Just, it's. I mean, look the 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 legal the illegal shit uh, that their he uh calendar is accusing him of is Stealing also very money, fucked up. Yeah. But this is also something really really bad. Yeah. Also, like this isn't what he's being you know sued for. Obviously, it's it's the it's the illegal you know taking funds this is just and like money. A, shit. This is just like an asterisk to everything. Yeah, this is like a this is like a really fucked Side, up uh, sour cherry on uh, top of a uh, fucked up lawsuit. Cake. <laughs> Editor note. Uh. <laughs> God, it's it's BTW. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah. Oh man. Well, <laughs> well, the worst thing they could do right now shit, is announce well, Borderlands did, Three. Did, did, you, did you just turn off the light because it kind of got dark in here? Yeah, 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 it did get very dark in yeah, here. Yeah. The the wor- Yeah, I, I, I'll what? say it again. The worst thing they could do is announce Borderlands Three right well, now. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> why don't we? Uh, this is a fucked situation. Why don't we? Uh, we we turn on the lights there. Uh, yeah, let's get away from this shit for a while. Burn the situation up and uh, what, what, what's next on the docket there, buddy? Uh, another lawsuit is under the docket. Woo! <laughs> We're fucking this. this Woo! Is, gaming, gaming is great. This is coming from uh, Take Two. Again, uh, the the publishers of not only Gear of not only Borderlands but uh, Rockstar Games and uh, specifically Red Dead Redemption Two. You may know a little bit more of this because I haven't played uh, Red Dead yet. But um, the Pinkerton Estate they sent a cease and desist letter to publisher Take Two over the use of the Pinkerton name in Red Dead Redemption Two. Those damn Pinkertons and <laughs> literally those damn Pinkertons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, in retaliation, Take-Two is now suing Pinkerton on the grounds of fair use and arguing that the names of the Pinkerton characters uh, are another detail of Red Dead's immersive setting. I just wanted to put this in there because I thought it was really funny. I mean, bro, like... It's like, oh, I'm going to sue you. Oh, no, 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 no I'm going to sue you in your face. No, like, this, is literally <laughs> just, this is literally just a situation of just trying to, like, profit off, profit off something. Pro- pro- I mean, isn't that any lawsuit... When something is very successful, somebody would try to want to get money from it, and yeah. obviously lawsuits are a big deal from that. Yeah, know? but like, I mean, like, dude, oh, do you? Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect example. Do you remember a long time ago when uh, Casa de mi Padre came out? Casa de mi Padre, <laughs> the Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the Gary Sanchez production yes, uh, yes. fiasco. Remember that? Yes. Well, if, if you don't remember that time period, uh, a few years ago, um, Will Ferrell came out with this Spanish movie, Spanish comedy called Casa de Mi, Casa de Mi Padre. And um, <clears throat> uh, they released this movie under... Uh, the production company, company Gary Sanchez Productions, or something like that. That that's been a production company that was like way before. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bother anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- it was released. It was released. You know, the the movie was released under that production, uh, that under that production company, and a person, random person named Gary Sanchez, sued the the production company for his likeness for using his name. Now, his name is Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Gary Sanchez. Okay, to to those uh, inner American people, you know, G- Gary Sanchez doesn't probably Sanchez is probably isn't a common name, you know, but Sanchez is a pretty fucking common name down here, in yeah. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend named Sanchez. We have like I have like six. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Sanchez is such a fucking common Hispanic name. Like, it's up there with like Hernandez or like or like Rodriguez as like one of the most common Damn Hispanic right. names out wow. there. Oof. Like no, r- don't are forget you, Garcia. Are you really gonna, are you really <laughs> going to fucking sue a company uh, for having the the name of their company be your name, and your name is fucking Gary Sanchez? Your name is Gary Sanchez. <laughs> it's like getting mad. It's like getting mad at every fucking movie ever for using the name John Smith or John Doe. Yeah, let me fucking sue uh, David Fincher for using John Doe. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's how the real Zodiac killer was caught. Yeah, fucking it's. <laughs> It's just stupid. Like it's it's it, it's very like it's it's just it, it's uh, just a classic case of trying to like reap money when something's yeah. really big. Yeah. yeah, and you can say like Rockstar probably doesn't care. Oh, I mean, they, they, I mean, they like, don't give a shit. But Take Two was like, yeah, no, nah, fuck you. I sue you. No, you sue me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I sue you. No, I sue you. Like, <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> it was stupid. A, it was a really dumb meme where it's like, go fuck yourself. No, you go fuck yourself. And it's like a guy in a chessboard piece is like, w- well played. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. I just find it funny that they sued back. Like, that's just funny to me. <laughs> Tiger, no, you're it. I'm going to sue you because you use the name Pinkerton. You know what? I'm going to use, I'm going to sue you because your name is Pinkerton. <laughs> like, you, know, I'm gonna you. Yeah, you damn Pinkerton. <laughs> you damn Pinkerton. <laughs> Take two of us literally, literally turned into Arthur, you damn Pinkertons. <laughs> Gotta execute all the Pinkertons. Don't execute a, the Pinkertons. I'm joking. <laughs> are, are they even a big thing in the story? <coughs> Jake, I part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Pinkertons are the FBI agents. Oh, really? They're the Pinkertons, yeah. Mm. They're the FBI agents that fucking, <laughs> that literally, <laughs> like, drive this entire story. Interesting. I well, didn't the know first that. Red Dead. Yeah. Well, the first Red Dead. Yeah, because they're. Uh, the oh, they're part of the first game? Dude, the, they're the FBI agents. It's been a long time. That take you. That take. <laughs> yeah. My my brain is running on two percent right now. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I I didn't have this on here, but hey, you already know it probably because we both love this brand, and it's being tainted to shit. We're going on to the next topic, by the way, guys. Um, EA canceled another Star Wars game. Why not an open world Star Wars game? Because, yeah, you know, like I don't fucking know. What's <laughs> the reason behind like? Closing up, like canceling all these Star Wars games. It, it wasn't um, officially confirmed by EA. It was actually another uh, scoop from uh, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku that uh, brought up uh, broke the news. Yeah, it, it hasn't been confirmed by EA. Well, I mean, yeah, it hasn't been like officially stated by EA. So there's not really any 
big reason as to why or any like concrete reason as to why we know like how why it was canceled right now. Disney Disney it's needs just, to cut ties with EA. So I was looking back into this, right? And I into the deal that they made that uh Disney made well Lucasfilm made with EA to uh keep the Star Wars license for ten years. It has been five years right now. And aside from mobile How long games, ten years? It's supposed to last for ten years, yeah, a decade. We're right now, I think we're yeah, we're in the five we're five years in right now. And right now, there have only been two games that have been out for Battlefront Star, one for and Star two. Wars. <laughs> Battlefield one, no Battlefront. Battlefront one and Battlefront two. Both very controversial because one didn't have a lot of stuff to play, and the other one was making kids gamble. To the point that, like, Disney already had to interfere, saying, you guys need to stop this shit already now, because, yeah, these loot box situations are fucking devastating. You have those two games, and you also could have had an Amy Hennig game that was that open world, that open world uncharted looking game that we saw footage of. And it was supposed to come out, but nay, that got canceled too. Because apparently Amy Hennig is not good enough after fucking Uncharted games and making Uncharted what Uncharted is today. Did she direct The Last of Us? No, she didn't direct The Last of Us. I think it was uh, Neil Druckmann who directed it. But uh, Hennig is fantastic. Are we ever going to see another fucking Star Wars video game? Because literally, well, uh, Fallen Order is supposed to come out unless it gets canceled. Uh, the respawn game, Fall, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, is supposed to come out uh, later this year. So it's supposed um, to come out this year. We haven't yeah, seen anything. We haven't seen anything. I yet. doubt so it's coming out this year. It's gonna get another delay. I think it's probably gonna be revealed at E3, but probably might get delayed or altogether canceled because at this point, maybe could, so, well, maybe celebration. We could get. I mean, shit. You never know. We could get some announcements in celebration, but. Given EA's Star track Wars record, video they game haven't really done Star Wars video game announcements are fucking... They mean shit. Like, <laughs> It sucks. Because EA has done the worst fucking job with, with this license. the Star Wars property. They've had... You give, you give ambitious people like Amy... Um, oh, God. Why? Her name just her name. name. Yeah, I know. I lost her name too. It's fine. Yeah. But, um... Sorry, <laughs> you you give it to like very very talented, talented people. people in the gaming industry, you know. Not to mention, we also had a project coming from fucking Visceral Games before they shut oh, that fuck, shit down. That's right. And I think they, I think that's the project that they, they ju- that open world game that they just canceled was supposed. To, it was picked up from Visceral, so um, uh, EA Montreal was making this one that just got canceled, and it fucking sucks because you have very talented people making games like these, and you're supposed to, you know, with this brand of Star Wars. You're supposed to branch out and bring in, you know, another immersive side of this phenomenon now, you know, of this franchise. And you've done basically nothing with it. And what you've done with it, you've done very badly. Very poorly. You know, with the properties you've already made. It's it's so fucking dumb. Amy Amy Hennig now. There we go. (laughs) It all comes back around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking sucks. It really sucks. And I really can't. Right now, it's supposed to. They're, they're apparently making a smaller scale Star Wars game. Sorry, that gets canceled. Off. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's so fucking disappointing. I if there is some way they could clause out Disney or Lucasfilm could clause out of that contract, I would love for them to do it now. They should. Yeah, that should be like the first thing they should try to do. It's it's bad. It's I mean, so bad. They're just completely man. incompetent in making these games. Like, say what you want about Disney Star Wars. Everyone has their opinion on Disney Star Wars. But fuck, EA has done such a horrible job with 
it just goes to show you how shitty EA always is. When, been, yeah. when you have something like, you know, when they promised, oh, we're going to try to put in more indie titles, like stuff like Unravel, which is good. But, like, you, you try to say, you know, we want to give more freedom to creators and more... Um, you know, something to branch out to give out more original stuff and more something that is unique. And you say the same thing for Star like you say the same thing for your company, but yeah, you're canceling all these ambitious pro uh, projects for very games you know, we want. Unknown. I don't understand these reasons. I mean, I don't know the actual some of the reasons behind them, <laughs> but it's very dumb when you have somebody like Amy Hennig again. I'm going to go back to this again because she is fucking fantastic she's one of the best game directors out there in the industry and you cancel her game you are this it's literally a fucking dumbass corporations that only care about themselves or like give him or money star wars yeah if you could <laughs> fucking let him like it's it's dumb it is dumb it, really it is, is very they poorly handled this um this license and if there was any way they could clause out i would uh lucasfilm would clause out i would want them to <coughs> what look you want to who who's doing um, Star Wars games better than EA right now, hmm. in a sense. Marvel, Marvel games don't have any specific per like person tied to them or company tied to them. They give out their IP to pr um and projects to people who want to you know make something ambitious with it. That's how you get something like Insomniac making Spider Man. That's how you get Crystal Dynamics making an adventures game. That's how you get the fucking Ninja Gaiden people to make Ultimate Alliance three. It should have been you it know should, it, can, it show it should not be a or one Telltale company. making Guardians. It shouldn't be a one company thing. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Especially with somebody this fucking bad, <laughs> like with a company that bad. Uh, it venting. All of this out. No, I have more. No, I, 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 yeah. I want to add. I want to add to. Um, this is actually the best jumping point. Uh, to plug this in because I, re I wanted to mention this. Uh, this is about um the Vader's fan fan film. Oh, the, I the, love the, that one. The, yeah. the Star Wars theory. Uh, Vader fan film. Yeah. Uh, Shadows of the Past. Is that what is it? What it's called? I think so. Yeah. Shadows of the Past. Okay. It's only been one episode right now. It was. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. It well, nice if one. yeah, if you know what it is, uh, there's this YouTube channel called Star Wars Theory. Uh, very big, very big in the Star Wars community. They've been, you know, he's been doing Star Wars videos for years. You know, big Star Wars fan. Um, now, I saw now. <clears throat> he's uh one of those anti Disney Star Wars people. Really, kind he kind of is. Uh, he tries like he he tries like he just I, doesn't like some of the stuff they've been putting out. Yeah, which I, is like look. It's given, okay. It's fine. Like I, I, yeah. I get it. It's fine. But like, yeah, there, there okay, are good, There are actual here. like justifiable reasons. Okay, no, 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 like he, but here's what's bothered me about the whole situation with the Star Wars theory, uh, with Star Wars theory. Um, basically, the video got flagged by Warren, Ch Warren Ch Warner Chapel, by Why? Warner Warner Chapel. Warner Chapel is a uh the company that publishes all Disney uh music. Mm. They put. They're not. They're not. They're not owned by Disney. But they publish the Disney licenses. They yes. publish the Disney music. They, they, um, they put a copyright uh, strike on the Star Wars, uh, on the the Vader fan film, even though you know it was already agreed upon with Lucasfilm that you know this film could be made. Um, no revenue, you know. Don't re I, I don't know about the revenue part. They, they weren't taking any. Um, Lucasfilm wasn't going to take any profit off it. Lucasfilm was yeah, but neither were the creators as yeah. well. That's that's something I remember. From I'm not sure about that part. I'm not sure about that part, but I I don't know. But um, yeah, Warren Chapel, you know, you know, did the copyright strike, and the good, gracious people of the Star Wars uh, community, the just peaceful, loving people of the Star Wars community, 
they fucking went apeshit, you know? Yeah. Because any decision, any bad thing to ever happen to Star Wars is obviously Overlord Mickey's fault. Okay. Basically, everyone in the Star Wars community is going crazy on Disney. I'm fucking sick of it. Disney's ruined Star Wars. Uh, they've, they're doing shit with the property. It's horrible. You know, they they don't care about the fans. They don't care about anything. It's that regular Disney dialogue, hate dialogue, you know. Well, it's like, it's that loud minority it's that, that well, really talks about well, a lot of it. Well, okay. Yeah. And now this is, I'm now this is like me kind of calling out Star Wars theory. Not calling out, but just like kind of like, my issue with, with the situation with Star Wars theory is his responses to the copyright strikes. No, what are you saying? And it's, Basically, like, it came off to me, this is a, a fan of Star Wars, and, you know, this is a guy who lives, breathes, you know, he bleeds Star Wars, just yeah. like us. And, you know, we're very passionate about Star Wars. We love Star Wars to death. Yeah. Like, that's an understatement. And I get the anger, I get the, you know, you know that he has, but the way he was complaining, and the way, not complaining, but the way he you know, was addressing the situation made it seem like he was blindly attacking Disney when the situation wasn't Disney's fault. The situation was Warren Chappell just taking down the strike. And yeah. and it's not necessarily Disney's fault. It's YouTube's fault because YouTube has a very fucked algorithm. Oh, we could go on for... We could have our own fucking episode of just like the YouTube YouTube's algorithm. Like shitty methods behind like monetization yeah it's yeah with, yeah the, everything with like creators yeah the issue is not was not disney it was the youtube algorithm but the disney but the star wars community you know are using this to pounce on disney and kind of just you know did you know just the same you know rhetoric that we've been hearing disney doesn't care about star wars disney you know doesn't disney doesn't care about the fans or whatever and you know the star wars theory video kind of came off as that you know in the description he's sitting in, in the video he says i don't believe disney is star wars i believe george lucas is star wars and i'm here as a fan of that star wars Ugh, not this fuck. And like it kind of and like it, 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 it you know it it I'm also kind of dipping toes into like the you know the really like toxic like fan base that you know Star Wars has become because of the Disney films. As much as I love the Disney films, I will admit it disrupted the fan base to a point where, like you know, it, this is basically the prequels again. Like I just feel like it's just more vocal. It's more, more vocal now more because of the internet. Yeah, because of like yeah our because mo- of the internet. Our modern days now. Yeah, because of the internet. Um. And just, I don't like the approach a lot of people take because then they start saying stuff like, oh, you know, Disney only cares about an agenda. The women are ruining Star Wars. That same that really stupid. Yeah. Like, you don't understand how much I hate that. When every time someone comes up to me, The Last Jedi uh, is a man hating film. Yeah. Uh, uh, women, uh, you know, women rule everything. It's, it's, it's such a fucking stupid like, thing. Uh, like, bro, if you're going to fucking, if you're going to judge the film objectively, you can't, like, bring in your own fucking stupid, like, views into it. Like, like you can, obviously, it's film. All film is subjective. But, you know, when you, if your issue with The Last Jedi was that Rey, that Rey was too powerful, which is, which again, is a fine, you know, is, is actual criticism. But if that's your only criticism, you know, Rey's too powerful. None of the, the all, all the other men are, are weaklings. It, this was done on purpose to make all men, you know, look bad and all women great, which is like, which is very fucking dumb. It's it's dumb because at the end of the fucking Last Jedi, Luke saves the day and literally becomes Luke Skywalker the legend, and that's the whole point of the fucking Last Jedi. Like, yeah. like fuck, like it's like, look, it, it's just 
I definitely see people who are against some of the Disney stuff with valid and justifiable There's valid reasons. criticism. There's valid criticism. It's just when you have dumbass fucking pieces of shit just spouting this sort of dumb uh, stuff saying that it's just like basically at its point conspiracy theories at this point not really conspira- wildly yeah, exaggerated sure. conspiracy theories about like how this big fucking company is supposed we have to, to be like yeah, yeah, marketing yeah. all this sort there's of a shit, conspiracy it, like sp- spooning it down your throat the, the shit i've seen on fucking like star wars forums like oh no di- no oh you guys don't know kathleen kennedy hates luke skywalker kathleen kennedy wants to make sure luke skywalker is the worst character ever they want to ruin the original legacy of the of it's fucking the, dumb wh- no. why would they why why think of this like as like Think of be just think. Put, like, think, think. <laughs> Put yourself in the shoes of Kathleen Kennedy. Do you really think that she's gonna, she's going to go against the money? The like, person who, yeah, it, that true. You're gonna go but against the, the money. person like, who fucking like actually brought back this franchise. Yeah, like you know, I, saw, I saw actually it. did it. You know, and actually gave a shit. This about, franchise like, was going nowhere. This stuff before yeah. this franchise was going nowhere, but negatives. You know things no so sorry I don't, how do i phrase that what uh, do you mean? The, the, this franchise was going nowhere but negative but down yeah it was going yeah. nowhere but down yeah like like where was this going before disney bought star wars i mean i, I can't really remember that much you saw lucas you had clone there. wars you had clone wars that's about it yeah you're the clone wars that's it it look and lego sets i think for <laughs> every the year most part disney has done a fine job with the star wars brand you know, and there's big ma- there's big missteps. Don't get me wrong. There have been mistakes, yeah, like, for sure. I could definitely see Solo as one of them. Coming from a know? guy, and I see Solo as not. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, like it. It's just it's just the way you approach you know these things, and the way like y- you really got to just see the bigger picture of some things. It's when, just not. It's just not what you may think it is. It's probably just something completely different. Don't at some like points. if you're gonna criticize. Uh, Disney's approach on Star Wars. I don't think it's okay to. I don't think it's okay to criticize Disney as a whole. Criticize the movies. You can't criticize, really. You can't really criticize a whole entire company because it's go much step more by complex step. than that. Go, yeah, go you step. Know? Yeah, yeah, go step by step with the films. Wait, wait till each film comes out before judging it. Yeah, like you know, you know, Episode Seven. Everyone, lo- everyone loved Episode Seven when it came out. A few months in. People started didn't like it. The episode eight came out. Fucking, that was a shit show. I mean, that was the most. Yeah, that was never seen a more divisive film than that one. For yeah, like in my well, I mean, in terms of like controversy, you know, I wouldn't say divisive, more controversial. In our time, like at least that we remember, because we like you know we were around for the prequels, but we don't we weren't part of the internet age. We weren't you know we we weren't like as involved as we were now because we're fucking kids. Like yeah, you know, it's (sighs) just man, it's it's a fuck situation. I think the way uh, Star Wars theory was handling it was not. What isn't okay, and um, it would just it, it doesn't help the fan base. It just makes the fan base more toxic. Yeah. Now that being said, uh, Lucasfilm stepped in and re- and you know told Warren Chapel, no, they they can't do this. That's not okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think what it is now, um, that Lucasfilm or Warren Chapel or Disney, they're they're going to be receiving profit from the film. Is it? Mm. I think I'm not sure. I have to read some of the description. Yeah. Well, yeah. then again, I did watch it before that whole before it was flagged and um, and uh, copyright striked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The film's so. the film's good. I like it's it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I I don't. I fucking hate the human shield, where he just raises uh, a yeah, levitate yeah, yeah. and he he was levitating the, like the lightsaber. Remember that? I mean, it, dude, it's a fan film. Like sure, you, you but like tr- you you get you do what you can. You know, unlike that one guy who spent like what. 
five or so years making that incredibly awesome anime TIE fighter movie. Oh yeah. That's your film. That's amazing. That, that, that's that's actually fantastic. amazing. Give that's us a, give good. us a star Wars anime. Yeah. Oh, that'd be not, I mean, we kind of got something with resistance. I haven't seen that much of resistance though. So eh, that's, I want, I that's know, my fault. I want a hand drawn star Wars anime. Yeah. I want a star Wars game, a good star Wars game that doesn't get kids spending $2,500 on a Luke Skywalker. Do we have? Skin. Do we have any more? No, news? a Luke Skywalker emote. Do we have any more news, or was that everything? No, we we still got something else. Sorry, we. It's just <laughs> we just had to let that out. Before of my just system. you know, before that, um, before like uh, we continue, uh, be warned. In the next few months, this podcast is going to turn into just Star Wars talk. Probably, like no, you know, yeah. This, never mind. In not four, probably. And give it like three months. When does it? When is celebration? March. Ce- uh, celebrations in April. In April? Yes. Fuck, give it, like, like, yeah, three months, and this is literally going to be nothing but a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> yeah, fuck, like, yeah. We, like, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Fuck. I can't believe we have a podcast during Star Wars speculation. This is what uh, I always wanted. I know. This is what I always wanted. The time has come. The time has come. <sighs> fuck EA. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> EA. On that note. Continue. On a brighter note, hey, Dragon Ball Fighters is going to have a season two pass coming out soon. Who cares? I, I do. Fuck a you. A lot of people care. I, I really do. Yeah. Bah, shots fired. Um, there's, they're having their uh, own tournament at the end of the month. Um, some Namkai Banda, Bandai uh, Dragon Ball Fighters tournament. I don't know what the fucking name is called. The Zeno Expo. Whatever. It's it's coming out at the end of the month. Anime. And they promised. Yeah, anime stuff. They're, they promised uh, season two uh, reveals coming out there. <laughs> and I think they kind of already spoiled something early. They There was a deleted tweet from Bandai Namco. Where they revealed the the existence of a new Dragon Ball Z RPG project that's coming out supposedly coming out this year, but in that same tweet they were like, "Hey, we got this new game. Also, the quote unquote the warrior from Universe Eleven is finally coming to Dragon Ball Fighters," which leads me to assume that oh, all right, the first fighter is probably gonna probably be Jiren, most likely. Yeah, no, it's Jiren. That's like, <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Even though I would have wanted Mr. Satan first. That'd be cool. Th- there's still a chance. There's still a chance. Yeah, yeah. You got to wait till, I think it's like the 26th or the 28th That's in the of January. By the end of the month, we should get more news about uh, some more. I'm going to uh, get Fighters for Switch. I already have on Switch. Shit. So we should play some. Yeah. Shit. It's a fun game. I love it. Shit, you want to play? What, do you have it on you? Yes, I do. Yeah, Fighters on you? Yeah, I do. We'll think about it. Well, okay, <laughs> this, all right, all right. This, this is not for them to is know. It, it's, <laughs> it's either Fighters or Smash. Probably. And like we play, we played uh, uh, another round, ra- another three rounds of Smash. Yeah. Before we started, we're, the episode. there's gonna be tradition. Uh, just uh, between before every podcast to get the juices flowing, we gotta we gotta do three matches. And we're always gonna say we're you know we're gonna do one, but it's always gonna end up being yeah. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. Cause best two out of three. Fun. Yeah. That's gonna be the rule. Best two out of three. Best two out of three. Yeah. We could do that with that one, and we could do that with um, uh, fighters. Fighters. Yeah. I gotta I gotta be more equipped with the. Let's just play more. Let's just play a little weird. Smash, and then we'll see what yeah. we're feeling. All right. Um, by the way, that does. By the way, we got news though. I got what? Uh, those big projects I was talking about a few weeks ago. Yeah, I got big idea for the podcast that we need to talk about. Ooh, big big idea, and I know you're gonna like this. Interesting. Okay, we'll talk about this after. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. But uh, that's it for news though. I got some weekly comic picks. Go ahead, buddy. So for this week, go ahead, I, buddy. By the time you'll read this, I will also post this up on the Instagram. Ya fool. For, for <laughs> watch ya, where you're going, ya, ya fool. fool. <laughs> <laughs> watch where you're going, ya fool. I, I love that guy. <laughs> oh, courage. Um, yeah. By the time you guys will get this, the, I'll we'll, we'll I'll post it on the Instagram feed for you guys. You know, 
won't have to freak out and figure out what do I buy this week what if guys? anybody is what well, guys? whoever's listening but whatever uh to the radio static uh, my weekly picks for this week are uh, yeah invaders issue one whoa this is written by Chip Zdarsky but fucking love Chip Chip Zdarsky uh, Namor <laughs> Human Torch Captain America all together again Namor Namor I think they're supposed to fight Namor in this one Namor Namor shut up God I'm gonna do Migos I lose for every comic you. I'll just do it after every. Is that an title. actual Migos ad lib though? From well, the song? I mean, like uh, most Migos ad libs go, "Migo, Migo." Oh yeah, or "Snuck it," like <laughs> in um, uh, Dabba Ranch. I love that song. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from that though, we got uh, Marvel Comics presents issue one. It's coming back. One of the flagship like classic titles from. Well, I don't know if I could say classic, but a very well known title coming back to Marvel for its 80th anniversary. You got but- three. <laughs> You got three stories in this one um, going on as the issues go on. Uh, going around Captain America, uh, Namor, and Wolverine. The Wolverine one is written by Charles Soule, which is interesting. Well, I'm, I'm, that, that's the one that gets me because I like Charles Soule's writing. He's really good. He had an interesting run on Daredevil recently. Um, yeah, where like he had a sidekick, and then Kingpin was mayor, and then they went into the death of Daredevil. Oh, I heard that. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Daredevil's yeah. probably. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but Daredevil's about. coming back. I think like next month. It's it got relaunched, and Ooh. also is written by Chip Zdarsky. He's a really good writer. I I really love his work. Um, Ooh. going on for that though, on DC <laughs> side, I got <laughs> I got one more. Uh, Suicide Squad issue fifty. It comes out. It's the final issue in the Rebirth um <laughs> line. <laughs> of Suicide Squad, <laughs> written by Rob Williams. Um, some art done by Jim Lee. He he did a little bit of art for that series, which it looks really dope. Good old Jim Lee. Yeah, I'm very excited. I I I'm I'm gonna pick up this issue, but I'm very excited for what's gonna come next because it's heavily been rumored for a while that Brian Azzarello is supposed to relaunch Suicide Squad again, like soon or like sometime this year. So hopefully, you know that's the case. I'd be very happy with that, actually. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, that's just about it. About it. I don't really have any more recommendations. Mm, yeah, actually. Mm. All right. Yeah, I didn't mention it, actually. Um, I can recommend, and I'll talk about this next week, because it goes oh, in line oh, with something oh. that we talked about. Well, I recommend, talk about? Um, if I could pick one, Unbreakable, the... First movie in M Night Shyamalan. Definitely watch trilogy. it if you haven't seen Unbreakable and you really like want to. If you want to see something different and something way way too ahead of its time, yeah, watch Unbreakable. It's a very it's a slow paced film, but it's one that has a lot of payoff, and I love it. It's my favorite. I was. It I, is. It, it, I, I think it's the best one. I went on a Shyamalan, Shyamalan. binge, yeah. and I watched um, the best and some of the eh, that he's done uh, the past couple of days, and I can firmly say that that's my favorite uh, movie of his. I agree. Yeah. I agree. One of the like most um, poetic films I've seen. Yes, but the ending itself for me, oh yeah, it leaves me cold. Yeah. Yeah. With that twist, it's a very effective. I really like it. And just Sam Jackson, fuck man, he should have he should have gotten an Oscar nom for that one. Because he, say what you guys, say what people will about Sa- Shyamalan, whatever he does with the people he brings on, he could make some fantastic performances. You need, you need look no further than fucking James McAvoy and Split, or what we'll get into next week a little bit. Um, Haley Joel Osment in Sixth Sense. But yeah. hey, that's that's all for me right now. What about you? What's your recommendation for this week? 
for for movies. For, yeah, or anything. For anything. Yeah, that's just the first thing that came to mind. Well, 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 well. I recommend Split. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, I recommend Split. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second chapter in wa- the superhero trilogy. Yeah. Watch, of watch, on, watch Unbreakable. Watch Watch Split. Uh, the 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 twist of Split kind of got ruined because you know Glass is coming because it's coming out tomorrow. It's coming <laughs> out. It's coming out. Well, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, it came out today already. Oh yeah, it's Thursday. That's yeah. Right. Uh, I recommend uh, Split. That's always a that's always that's always a a nice uh, nice uh, nice movie to watch. Very good movie. Very very uh, it was uh very. I really didn't expect him to go the Unbreakable route. Yeah, I really thought this was just gonna be a, a fucking thriller. Yeah, just a regular Shyamalan thriller. And by the time you'll hear us next week, we all have already seen another M Night Shyamalan thriller, and. All right, let's figure out what the fuck is going to happen with Glass. All right, where can we find you before you can we sign me, off? Well, you can find me on Twitter, at Vic Manoacavo. Where, can, where can they find you, buddy? You could find me also on Twitter. Where, where, where can they find... Uh, well, oh, I mean, I didn't say my tag yet, but hey, you so, know. I'm fine. so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Where can Fuck they find oh. you, buddy? <laughs> you can find me at also on Twitter, at Summerall Cruz. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. On but mostly on Instagram. Mostly on Instagram, yeah. American Nerds on Instagram. Uh, and on Twitter, American Nerds Pod with one N. Yes. So that's uh, definitely a Twitter. That's definitely an Instagram. Be uh, on the lookout for next week. Uh, also, check us out yeah. on... So check me out, at least. If I don't know if you want to plug this. Check me out on Letterboxd. Oh, we're doing Letterbox now? Might as well. Not bad, yeah. yeah. If you want to keep track on uh, the things I watch, the thing, if you care, you probably don't care, but uh, you want to keep track of things we watch, uh, the things uh, we like, uh, check our Letterbox. In terms of film. In terms of film, yeah. Yeah, Letterbox is a film app. Same as my Twitter, Avic Manolo Calvo, uh, Letterbox. I just put in, I just, you know, I just just started putting in a bunch of... uh, bunch of logging in a bunch of movies uh my I, I have it set up so my likes are my the movies like like my favorite movies yeah the movies that like i love dearly and then everything else is just what it is films yeah, yeah. um yeah i mean if you plugged in yours yeah i guess i'll plug in mine you can follow my letter rocks also at summer Owl cruise yeah i think it i think it is just summer Owl cruise I, I, we link our twitters into the fucking thing like that's yeah. how most people do it but um we got yeah we got i started posting reviews Short or long on, I saw. on the thing. I saw yeah. your review for Unbreakable. Uh, what do you think? Huh? Oh, wait. No, that was pretty short. Yeah. Never mind. It was, was like just a sentence. little thing. <laughs> Thanks for supporting. Yeah, but yeah. buddy. Um, uh, big things coming for the podcast. Big yeah, things, yeah. Big things coming. We got, we got, uh, we got, uh, we got people coming, uh, coming soon. Maybe. Soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got interviews. Yeah. Interviews. Be on the lookout. We'll be uh, back with you next week. Back with, back with y'all. Hopefully on time. Hopefully on time. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> We're so sorry about that, guys. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, We're still growing pains. Growing even though pains. we got an intro. Hey, we got it. We're, we're getting well, there. Well, right now the outro, the outro's been playing for the last few minutes. You couldn't hear it now, but it's playing. yeah, it's just the AC yeah. in the office. Here. Yeah. Well, right. Well, right now it's just the AC, but they're listening to the beautiful outro by Zach. Thank you, Zach. By the way. Ah, uh, nice. Love you, Zachy. Yeah. Love you, Zachy. Love you, Zachy. So, yeah. Thank you. Woo. So yeah. Woo. Great, Great review. Subscribe. Subscribe. Bye, guys. Bye, (laughs) fuckers. (laughs) Take care.